I do this for my young, more precious than the moon is to the sun, more weapons than I'll ever need, I'll shoot you with each one, talking cocaine out of Medellin, my host straight out the magazine, drowning in the fire while I'm snorkeling in the gasoline, steady diet of heavy drugs, rolling kush like Pirelli tires on Chevy trucks, still a good year, every eye on one of us, well dude look here. I'll come catch your ass on career day and your career. I got pistols I just clean, trying to get dirty with you. Dudes on my team ain't trying to swap jerseys with you. I pop it 30, hit you, them shots in that 30 whistle. Watching movies with a bitch, wouldn't watch a commercial with you. I'm higher than everyone but almighty. I treat the white girl like a wifey, treat her like Aphrodite. Let the goddess satisfy me while I'm rolling on the tidy. Chop the hands off the clock, that means I'm timeless, bitch, don't time me. I'm forever. <laughs> What's a king to a god, bitch? What's a king to a god, dude? I'm gonna live forever. Feet on the ground and a hundred in the ceiling. I'm the last of a dying breed. You won't last in these streets long. If you're only hustling, drug dealing. Does that rhyme? Not when you do it. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everybody. <laughs> to a very free installment. Of the TPS Reports podcast. Do, 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 do. We got noisemakers. Get the noisemakers. Happy Fourth of July week, everybody. And we back. And we make. Hell yeah! Fourth of July. Fourth of Julie. It is, in fact, the Fourth of July today. Right now. Yep. Yes. And on the second of July, we saw a movie called The Fourth of July. Are you following? You'll be hearing this on the 6th of July. Keep up. Yeah. It's math. Keep up. <laughs> uh, yeah, we saw Louis C.K.'s new movie premiere in Chicago over the weekend. That's Louis! Um, at the Vic Theater. So Louis and the uh, the lead star, comedian Joe List, were there for like a little uh, yes. Q&A um, after the movie thing. So that was cool. Uh, and like, when it comes to Louis C.K.'s movies... What do we got here? We got Pootie Tang and we got... Uh, <laughs> he didn't direct Pootie Tang. I know. He wrote it. I, it yeah, still he's sucks. not in it. When I'm thinking movies that he's in and he basically wrote and or directed, uh, I Love You, Daddy, and what else? Am I forgetting? Like I think I Love one? You, Daddy was his... Considered his directorial debut. He'd and it didn't some, really debut. Some independent films before that. He got Me Too'd like three he got days me too'd. before. It was one day. Yeah. It was the day before the premiere like the new york premiere with all the red carpet and shit yeah i, I know the we new york times came out with a little article i don't know if you heard this <laughs> they put his face next to harvey weinstein <laughs> put an equal sign next to him um so that, that derailed that was like a major studio production though but we did see the movie and eventually yes and it was like, right that's you when can he find he had his Daddy. he was like a you know before hit the scandal he was like hollywood a-list type royalty he was accepted by the Hollywood elites. Yes, he was. So he had this Hollywood elite budget for like the casting and production of I Love You, Daddy. Right. 
And uh, and this movie, Fourth of July, was much more. I'm not saying it's just because of it was, being Me Too to whatever. It was a it was a more indie uh, production. I'd say it's just because being Me Too. Okay, and everything. let's say that <laughs> it was considering that the Me Too thing, the whole controversy, basically resulted in him losing tens of millions of dollars on that film deal. You know, blessing in disguise, perhaps. Obviously, you'd want to just keep it the way things were and have all the money and success and have Hollywood friends and the no. same. But this was like a better uh, environment for a louis style movie this indie lower budget yeah uh you don't it's I was funnier than too, i love you daddy yeah and it's i didn't much care for i love you Daddy. i thought it was okay i didn't love it i didn't hate it it was I just said whatever it's more than decent which is not saying it's good and i said it was whatever <laughs> so you know not a glowing endorsement but i liked I, it i really liked the i new didn't movie. love it you know you're right sure i guess that's what i I'm didn't saying. hate whatever. it whatever <laughs> it's it's uh i love you daddy was way more trying to be like a Woody Allen film. Right. And this was Black not. and white. This it's, was way less. And it's always weird to me. I mean, especially the subject think... matter of I Love You, Daddy is also very Woody Allen-y. It's about a very man whose daughter becomes an actress and winds up dating the director of the film she's in who's like older than he is, her father. Yeah. And he grapples with that, which is very, you know, it's in the realm of Woody Allen's dealt with that plenty, I'm sure. Banging all his co-stars, dealing with their dads who are probably younger than him. Um, and even with like, I, I didn't really like, um, Horace and Pete. And part of what's weird to me is like Louis, you know, anytime Louis acting alongside like Alan Alda and fucking, you Edie know, Falco or right. Christian Bale and Bradley it, it's Cooper. It's like, you know, it's a clear drop off. He stinks. He's right. a stinky actor. He's not terrific. <laughs> and so I love Louis to death, but he stinks at acting. You know, it's like an average chick walking around with a supermodel. It's going to make you look less hot <laughs> by default, but right. when, in reality, take them out of the equation and you know louis looks like a better actor maybe um but this i mean louis played like a small-ish role in the new movie and played it just fine but he also wasn't surrounded by meryl streep and shit you know yeah this was like it it felt right it was a very minimal role and i think it was a good idea to do it the way they did it and then the movie centers around um it's it's about a guy who lives in new york but he's from boston his family has a lake house in Maine, and they go up there every 4th of July, but he hates his family because they're all Bostonian douchebags. Yeah. And, and he's going to therapy. He's trying to work through his, you know. three years sober. They're all drunks, so he doesn't want to go home and have to deal with them. But and at the this same year, time, he feels like he needs to, the catharsis of confronting them about right. all the shit he's... This year's going to be different. He's going to tell them how he feels and everything. And just the fact that you have a drunk Bostonian family with pe- like people like Nick DiPaolo playing his uncle and shit yeah. offers it up to way more comedy than I Love You, Daddy did. Sure. It's a way funnier movie than like, I Love You, Daddy. Like I said, not just the subject matter, but also like the low-budget family feel or whatever of it of like... It is relatable. It doesn't look just like it's my much family. much more relatable than my daughter is in a yep. Woody Allen movie and he's fucking her. Everybody knows what it's like to be around like more family than usual on a holiday and then drinks right. get and then now p- politics are in discussion and it could be volatile and whatever. So like they tackle that great. And, Which is, uh, they did a great job of that where, and there's no like political dialogue. They never like wrote anything in that's right. uh, going to be like... Give away what the time, the era it was made in. Right. They wouldn't make it anything divide specific. Divide the audience. But you know who's on what side of what fence. Exactly. Went. It's like, oh, that's the New Yorker in him. That's calling him a lib, you know? He's got that New York energy now. Right. Like, but he's not, they're not talking about democratic politics or anything, so it is very, like, evergreen. But it's, you know, it's very relatable. And like Louis was saying in the Q&A afterward, it's like his uncle calls him a fag because he misses him. Yeah. <laughs> and, he doesn't, and he can't say, I miss you, you know? Right. 
Calling no. him a fag is is that's co- that's translates that's to bro I miss code you. for I miss you exactly. Uh, so it's also you know seemingly largely based on experiences from Joe List, the dude who acts the main role, stand up comedian, but uh, also like you know recovering alcoholic and the stories of like you know his right. character. A lot of it seemed based on him and his family. So uh, for like the first Joe List vehicle. Like that he that I've ever seen, you know, he wrote and acted. Yeah, in I'm not stuff. aware of him not, ever acting before. Not bad. Like no. Anytime it's just like oh this like look at Louis, stand up comedian, make him act a role like a serious role, and sometimes it's like well, you know maybe stick to stand up as far as what your strengths. I thought are. Joe List was much more dynamic. Yeah, he was uh, good and comfortable as an actor. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him in more little pop ups like that. Not just at sort all. of playing a variation of himself. It's not like he was putting on a character, but he. It didn't seem unnatural. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't watching a movie and I couldn't get into it because I'm like, oh, that's that stand-up guy that I watch his comedy. You know, sometimes I can't get past that. With Louis, it's like hit or miss. Some episodes of like his show, Louis, they're like phenomenal, and then other ones, you're like, wow, you're not a good actor. I mean, he. But that's what's great about that show, though, is the episode can be phenomenal while during it, you're like, oh, geez, take an acting class. That's another thing I've always liked about Louis C.K. is beyond his comedy, it's like and. His acting, he does everything. He writes, he directs, he's behind the camera in a lot of cases, and he's always editing. Like, I'm a video editor. That's what I studied in college, what I do, you know, extracurricularly. But, uh, like, he edits his show, he edits his specials, and he edited this movie. I think all of his work, he, like, you know, and if I were to, like, ask a question in a Q&A thing, it's like, are there trust issues? Has he ever let somebody else edit his I shit? And if he does, is he a backseat driver? Because it's like, right. you can't, it's That's hard to let it go. Say. You'd probably be over their shoulder. Exactly. So it's like, why don't I just do it myself? Because I'm, I think I he's know. the type who's like, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. So I appreciate the well-roundedness. He's not just and trying to act and do comedy. He like really is a, a filmmaker, you know? It's cheaper that way too. Maybe he's a cheapskate. Yeah. He's a cheapskate filmmaker. <laughs> Um, so we did that. It's if you time. get, uh, you know, if you see like a limited screening for the Fourth of July, it's, and you like Louis's work, it's actually it's good. It's good. This comes out today is July sixth, Wednesday. Quick, shut this off and go to the theater now. Um, they are airing it at most AMC's nationwide today only at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. That's what I read. Yeah. Yeah, you see, once you so get check a, your local AMC's for Wednesday, July sixth. Once you get a sexual scandal in the news, you really only get one screening. Hey, it's better than nothing. <laughs> right. I Love You, Daddy would have been in every theater, and it would have been like a whatever movie. This is going to be playing once, maybe, anywhere near you, one day, one time, ever. I felt like uh, I said- And it's worth it. You know, the music box, my favorite theater in Chicago, it would have been a better location for something like this. More comfortable I mean, chairs. Duh, a fucking real movie theater? It's yeah. a big, uh, historic movie theater. But I could see the people who run the music box being like, we don't want him here. Right. He's not wearing a mask. <laughs> Um, but I did go to the music box last week. Oh, what'd you see? I saw something that you... Let me see. I wrote it down here. You used a word. I used a word? Overrated. About this movie that about you're talking about? a film about? called 2001 A Space oh, yeah. Odyssey. And you know what? I feel pretty angry and sad. Angry. And I want you to apologize. <laughs> and I want you to edit the line from last week's podcast and put it back out. Okay. I'm I guess outraged. I could do that. <laughs> I never would, but uh, no, I can really only understand like thinking 2001: A Space Odyssey is so daunting. The way you spoke about it last week, if no, you're dude, like it's, planning I'm, to I'm watch it, I'm not saying it, it isn't legendary at all. Like, 
I'm, I'm not saying that. Pretty I'm sure saying last week you said it isn't legendary at all. Didn't say that. It's I'm going to go edit last week's and add the part where I say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's daunting if you're planning on watching it in your living room. I get that. That's that what, would that's suck. where I've seen it. That would suck. Yeah, it's you've not never daunting. watched that movie not in a theater. No, you're saying really? I've only seen it twice, and both times were at the music. Okay, box. I, I've seen it twice, and both times were not in a theater. The first time was a 35 millimeter print. The second time was a 70. What's the difference? I don't know. 35 millimeters. <laughs> I don't know. Idiot. Uh, but to see it on like they have like a hundred foot screen for their 70 millimeter festival. Yeah, I'm sure it's better. Like it was any movie in a awesome. Theater. Yeah. It was so great. You probably ate a bunch of mushrooms, and you know you were Didn't drunk from last week's. Yeah, but I ate. You, some you left mushrooms. the podcast drunk, and then you ate some <laughs> mushrooms, and then you sat and stared going. at fucking noises and I had a lights. Good buzz going. You, you looked at buzz. noises and lights on shrooms, so you're <laughs> biased into thinking it was brilliant. You know, I forgot Look, it was overrated. In February, we took a shot to a fella named Douglas Trumbull. A felon? A fella? Oh. Douglas Trumbull did the special effects, and God bless that man. Because he's the shit. Now, mainly what I was saying is that I'm not gripped personally when I don't get into this movie. It's too much like out there, just bars and tones. It's bars and tones. That's like 10 minutes. And that's like the best part. That's when the mushrooms were really sinking in. <laughs> no, just, I ate mine uh, like 45 minutes into the movie. I'm like, what am I doing? Hey, look, maybe I'll have to give my review after I go see it on shrooms in a theater. But I've only been at home sober and been like, all right, this is long. I'm going to go make a sandwich. I don't care. Like that's There's it, almost uh, I would describe it as whatever. What? <laughs> Ever? No, it's a good movie, but there's I There's uh, like I, I don't even put it in my top 3 Kubrick There maybe. might be four or five frames in that movie that aren't mesmerizing. Four or five frames? You know that's like a fraction of a second, right? I I meant what I said. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful movie. I would it's say insane. there's like four or five years later, hundred thousand frames that I could skip past. <coughs> Sixty years later, it's one of the most remarkable well, achievements that, in filmmaking. That's part of still. why it is brilliant for the time, you know, and, and and standing test of time. Yeah, it's like an iconic movie. I get that. It's just still like still that shot. There's a lot of the space shots you can tell. Because by the time it was made, there still wasn't... The first picture of Earth taken from a satellite wasn't until like two or three years after this movie came out. Right. So they so were th- only I mean, working with like paintings of the Earth. Yeah. So there are space shots where you're like, I can tell this is painting. That ain't Earth! <laughs> but there's that one shot that's like closing in on the... Uh, that like spinning wheel space station. Do, 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 do. The Blue Danube, it's fucking amazing. It looks fucking real as shit. Yeah, I'm sure it looks a lot better on a big screen. Yes. Mm, that's all I was saying. It's um, just like if I want a good Kubrick story, I'm going to put on Full Metal Jacket. Like it's that, that movie grips me beginning to end. Well, but, yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's like I, if I'm ranking, I mean, what are you doing? a lot of people would put 2001 at the top of their Kubrick list, and I understand for good reason. I would put it three or four... Maybe uh, visually, it tops the list. Yeah. Uh, typically, in us fashion, we got there about twenty minutes late. Duh. <laughs> but there was like a, they did like a little thing beforehand, so we walked into a Stanley Kubrick picture. It's just starting, mm-hmm. but it's packed. There's hundreds of people. Yep. 
and we're now we're vying for like where are we gonna sit that doesn't suck ass for two seconds we sat like third row on the way on the right so the whole screen is just like if you like having anxiety in dark rooms you'd love seeing a movie with term it's you're always late there's always you can't find the seat you're always really high because you just sucked your pen off oh yeah right outside the door deep throated the pen and then we look we look over and there's like a fucking empty row with one dude on the end fucking 10 rows right in the center 10 rows back perfect seat yeah so we just had to suck it up and like let's bother that guy for one second of life and then we'll enjoy the next three hours way more at the louis movie and we did you guys bought your tickets before i did so you had three together oh my god i just randomly bought a loose one that looked like it was in a right four seats I, I, when I see a film, I need to sit in the middle. It was in the middle section. So when you told me about it, I was like, you know, I'll get a ticket. Sure. But I won't be sitting with them. I didn't have any info. I just picked a seat that looked good. It was literally the one right in front of term. Well, in front of the section. we were in the second row of the section. Right. And I was in the first row of that section. So, of course, first row of any section. Better. That's what you want. It's better. So, like, but also the two people, the two chairs to the right of me and the couple to the left of this me. This guy's living it up. That didn't show up. Lap so, of Lux. <laughs> they ended up being able to just move up, but it's like, uh, yeah, if we didn't beautiful. move up, there would have been some big fat guy's head in the way the whole time. That would have sucked. Maybe I fucked it up. No, because there's still two available. Like when you buy a tickets, a lot of times you have to buy them in pairs if there's like an even number available or something. And I saw a Lucy in the front row, and I was like, all right, like there's other seats that won't let me buy because I'm only buying one. Right. You know. But yeah, it just happened to be we were actually like right next to each other either way, and then we all got the fucking front row well, then our friend seats. our friend who was sitting next to me was too much of a wuss to move up to the seat to your right yeah and then he missed out some other person fucking yeah. jumped yeah. in that seat they realized it's better than my lose, seat bro. yeah <laughs> anyway um 2001, 2001. if you get a chance to see it's it in great. a theater you must uh it's a good movie i'll give it a better chance uh one day i brought a euro and i ate in it. the theater yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't invited to this. I, I love busting out smelly foods. I'd be like, ah. See, what's wrong with this? I love you want me to get into bringing it? <laughs> outside street food into a theater. There's something romantic about it. I like romantic. it. Romantic. All right, let me tell you what me and Dylan saw. We called The Artist. Woody Allen did it. And we brought in a 20-piece so chicken nugget from McDonald's and stunk up the whole theater with fucking <laughs> yeah. McDonald's grease. Romance. Right. So just even that where it's like you got the foil now. He's on like it was un- paper. It was wrapped in paper. Paper e- even louder than foil. It is. Actually. It's louder than foil. <laughs> yeah, but that movie is loud as. F- the crazy thing about two thousand one is <laughs> you got to wait for depending a, an explosion on what moment, and then chomp the euro. Depending on the moment, that movie is either the loudest movie you've ever seen or the most quiet movie you've ever seen. There is yep. no in between. That, that that's, that's what it's like watching it at home too or anything on my tv it's like the explosions i gotta crank the volume down 30 and then they start talking again back yeah, up 30 the blue danube <laughs> is blaring um i like that though i don't get what's the problem of an aroma you smell popcorn in a movie theater you don't bitch about that well it's kind of comes with the territory what's the difference you don't smell onions smelling popcorns onions what if the smell of popcorn bothers me as much as the smell of onions well, it's bothers a, it's you it's part of the culture dumbass it's like you know when you go to a movie theater you're gonna smell popcorn <laughs> not onions god it's yuck like you don't get it <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous i don't know i bring street food into movies all the time no one's ever complained street and if they did i'd tell them to go fuck themselves to bring that's like you can bring outside food into a theater. I vouch for it. It's just sometimes the choice is like loud and Here's smelly. The thing. I thought it was going to be a Euro wrap cut in half, much easier to eat, neater, oh, no. like a wrap. And it was just a straight up Euro. And yeah. I realized Saucy this in too. the dark seat. And you I'm like, I'm going to 
I'm gonna get tzatziki all over myself. <laughs> uh, it was great though, and then I ate the mushrooms with the gyro. All right, so about 45 minutes in, so they didn't hit until the Jupiter Lights scene, the Stargate scene that you're bitching about, best part of the movie, <laughs> which I don't know. It's like one of the craziest scenes. Uh, the visuals are incredible, but also just to think of how they they I. Uh, Watch some little breakdown on how they did it in the 60s. Slit screen photography. Still don't really get it. I watched a 15-minute breakdown. I still don't understand it. Um, it's glorious, though. Yeah. Speaking of Agree glorious. Agree with me that it's glorious. I mean... It's also an interesting movie to see right after we had a, a discussion about abortion. Because if you've seen 2001, the, the ending is the star child. It goes through like the final stages of the guy's life. And then you just see him as a zygote floating in space. You know what I mean? So I'm just speaking of glorious movie. Picturing a big vacuum sucking the star child out of the space cunt. Speaking of star child, speaking of better than Louis C.K. movies and 2001, Life in Pink, the new Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly are documentary. Getting, uh, are we going towards Machine Gun Kelly? I mean, if we had to rank, I would put three 2001. That's the, that's the bronze <laughs> medal. And then you got Fourth of July, Louis movie with the silver. Number one of the weekend, obviously. Coming in at number one. Coming in at number one. Uh, Life in Pink. I saw this uh, pop up the other day, and I'm like, now I ready. now I have to watch this. <laughs> now I have to. I was I didn't want to watch more Machine Gun Kelly content, but like <laughs> this was made for me. Um, here's the summary of the Machine Gun Kelly documentary. To to me, it almost makes me question. Like I've always questioned for two three years now the inauthentic the uh, what's the word authenticity authenticity the is authenticity a word. <laughs> of this whole pop punk thing it's like it's it came out of it's it almost seems like this whole fucking act was to make this shitty movie about like look at me shift gears <laughs> i'm i'm capable of just completely flipping the game board i'm on the rock head. and roll voice of a generation remember that joaquin phoenix movie that was like i oh am my not God. here where he was like I i'm a rapper i forgot about it i get big joaquin phoenix it. vibes from this movie, even though I'm sure he's really him, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, totally. Like, he is this guy, but I'm like, the whole movie's manufactured to set up, like, let me show the world how how many struggles I deal with to show you how how I work hard to overcome them. So you don't need to make any of this. This, this could have been just, like, I don't know, some extra tour footage on Instagram or YouTube or something. Um, <laughs> but it's like an hour 40 of... I just never felt as though I deserved love, so I never gave love. Oh I, my God. Every, the whole world was my against dad grounded me, me people in the basement. People don't understand what I go like. He's reading a bad review of his album, and he's like, "It's crazy, this fucking guy." He never even thought to sit down with me and like see me as a person. He does, he gets this glimpse of my image. Like, we get it. We know who you are. We hear your fucking songs. It's you. Right. This is you, dude. I, like, he didn't sit with me for five minutes, so he'll never a- understand my plight. <laughs> Why do I need a glimpse into your your past? To understand that you're just fucking repurposing Avril Lavigne melodies. <laughs> um, here is something to... And the whole, like, he's got to have his Batman voice on the whole time. He's got his Christian Bayless Batman low. Like, just... What's that one line that he said in the song that we... Girl, don't act like you ain't <laughs> saw me. This movie also is a great... Girl, don't act like you ain't saw me. <laughs> you know my ex, and that makes it all feel complicated. Yeah. Girl, don't I know these like songs pretty well at this point. Me. This whole movie, though, is like a TPS Reports ch- like bingo card of like, oh, look, I remember that one. <laughs> and there's gen- the Corey Taylor Riot Fest beef. Fucking mask and Reeskies. Fucking masks. It's all in here. Like everything. I forgot a Conor McGregor. They cover the Reeskies in this? 
the the beef between Corey Taylor and him. And the, do they the have clip. the Reeskies clip though? Yep. They, they didn't cut out Reeskies. Right. No, it's in there. That's risky. I'm telling you, <laughs> we're the ones who made it Reeskies. But I was talking to my roommate about uh, Machine Gun Kelly yesterday because I was going to watch this, but thankfully, no, I did. My the, girlfriend's I'll, in town. I do the work for you, so you don't have to. <laughs> um, no, but it's like. There I put is no, in the hours. There is no punk music. There hasn't been for a long time. And we've talked before it's about how music. like there's elements of hip-hop, even though hip-hop is like the most commercialized genre of music on the planet, there's elements of it that do have all the tenets of what used to be punk rock, which is like uh, the angst, the youth, uh, misguided youth, um, and it's not really like meant on being riddled with talent and, and melodic. It's just like expressing angst and shit. That is like, that exists mostly in hip hop, which he was in. They, they cover it. He was a big figure in it and then he left the actual thing to go do yeah, fucking like teenage first 15 minutes of this punk. is his Hotel Diablo and like him as the rapper. They're like showing clips where I'm like, it's reminding me, like it's kind of not that bad for all the shit I've talked even before the pop punk about this dude. I did see him live years ago and he did put on a good show and then they're playing like him like clips of him performing as the rapper machine gun kelly and i was like in contrast to this pink pop punky mozart i was like the dude's good like i don't get the the shift but um yeah the first 10 minutes 15 minutes kind of covers him starting as a rapper and then they're just showing all of the mixed feedback some people love it and then other people sound exactly like us um and not like I was watching it trying to take away some, like, here's some positive things. Like, I, I can talk shit all day, and it's fun. But look, there are things where it's like, I, I'm trying to, to tiptoe around the word respect, but, like, the way he... I'm not going to say I respect this man. He, he's like a... He does, like, parkour. Like, the, he throws caution to the... He will climb... I saw him do this, and I was like, damn, this dude's crazy. He will climb the scaffolding, like... Like, he's got a death wish, where it's like, as an artist, if you're going to pay money to see somebody, you, like, he he does shit like that, to where he'll climb up 30 feet on something and start, like, dancing on the rail, and it's like, dude, you might fall and break your neck. Like, I almost... Well, now you just sound like a, a mom. But I'll climb 30 feet on a scaffolding. Give no, you won't. We don't have scaffolding. <laughs> Yet. You won't even, like... <laughs> That's even the only reason I haven't done it. When you see a rapper jump and they're like... One, two, and their knees are hitting their tits because it's like that's how high they're jumping. And there's, I yeah. don't have the hype like that on stage, let alone to fucking like. Sometimes I wish I could conjure fake energy I don't really have inside my soul. Oh boy, this do dude I. doesn't need. So I'm, I'm like, all right, that's even in the pop punk shitty performances. Like he might do some rapper shit and just like start climbing on a, up the tent and being like, all right, he's putting on a show. Another thing, I, there's like, uh, I'm trying to get all the positives out now. I think I always maintained if you're a fucking teenage chick and you like this, like for sure, that's that makes sense. And they, they they're talking to like little ten year old girls at Warp Tour and stuff. And it's like I was bullied, and then I heard his music and it made me feel better. If you're a kid, fuck up. if you're a kid and you're ten and this music, I like the term fuck that ten year old. You should get, be <sighs> a kid though. You don't turn to turn turn to anything to make you feel good as a kid. And this is music that would do that. If I were 11 years old and then like I, this was the popular thing my <laughs> friends were listening to and I was being bullied and I was listening to this guy shittily sing about being bullied and but he's a, in his 30s. It's just like I would feel like validated. I'd be like, I yeah, I, I'm not going to take any shit. So I don't know. That, there's a lot of clips of grown adults with the same like takeaways. But, um, I don't know. Just the idea of like turning to hardcore because you were bully like the hardcore hardcore you should be the bully 
You know, hardcore. This is softcore, dude. Right. There's no penetration here. Uh, so here's like a clip at the beginning of this documentary uh, that I have to show term because it's it's so natural and it's not manufactured. So much white dust in these things. It's sprayed all over the microphone. This part. It's getting into his car. It's lighting a joint. Turning the album in tomorrow. Finished it two hours ago. Now I'm about to go drive 150 miles an hour and listen to every song. He's going 110 in his Maserati, 113. <laughs> He's got to go 150 to hear his fucking new mixes. Somebody's getting pulled over. Are you late somewhere? No, just jamming super hard to a new, new song. Do you have your license on? No, don't have license. Okay. Uh, you don't have your license. No. Did we stop you last time? Yes. We stopped you last time for the same thing. I know, because I just recorded this. So natural. So, I want to show the world that, like, I don't abide by rules. Like, <laughs> I just, I can't. It's not in my nature. So I'm going to drive 150 without a license, smoking a blunt, just to get pulled over for the fucking gram, for the video. I wish those it's... cops would have tased him, like, in his face. <laughs> face taser? Remember idle hands? <laughs> Dude. But, like... Why do that? Is that just in his nature? Here's what I do. I leave the studio, so I'm going to go yes, 150. Yes, it's just in his nature. No, it isn't. He's it's a in cool the, dude. It's in filmmaker nature. Here, this will be good for the... I'm going to get pulled over. So here's what I'm going to... I'm going to smoke weed. Like, look how little I care and how like easily I... Look, I was just jamming my fucking tunes. I just got these mixes with my tunes, officer. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Fake bullshit. Um, oh, I just broke the whoopee cushion. No. Thuggy. Uh, and then here's another chunk I enjoyed about his uh, struggle with drugs. Nice, we got some mushrooms. Got some ecstasy. Oh shit, look. Disco shit. Disco shit. I was deep in the drugs at that point. He's pouring lean, several shots of him pouring codeine into his spray. Like, Fuck it, this makes me feel good. <laughs> never seen anyone be able to self-sabotage more than me. I'm like the best self-sabotager I've ever witnessed. Even when I'm doing bad, I'm like the best at doing bad. I'm like the best Everybody struggles, but I'm like the best struggler there ever was. That That's what I'm saying, though. It's like very manufactured to like... It's performative. I'm going to perform like... And, and a lot of this isn't like real struggles. It's like I need weed a lot. And like I drove too fast, and the cops were like "f you," and I was like, "No, f you." I told you I watched that amazing Jonathan documentary. Yeah, where he's like smoking meth and he's stuff. He's a magician, and there was nothing performative about his documentary. It was just following the guy. And there's no parts where he's just like, "I, I just like destroy my career better than anyone," because I, I, you know, I just I'm like the most bestest career destroyer of all time. <laughs> he was too busy smoking meth in the bathroom. <laughs> um. So I, I'm just like skipping around. This is probably good stuff in here. Well, it's like when they talk about like a, a fucking like phony, some dude who's like, I was in the war. I killed 150 people. Oh, dude. Another, I'm like looking at this clip of like, why is it just like on him for so long? The best self-sabotager I've ever witnessed. Look, they I got a bullet with somebody's name on it. I get up on him. I don't need no aim on it. Kill me a ghost on my jacket. Got stains on it. Wiping my nose like I got some cocaine on it. 
Now watch the, the cocaine line back to real life. This the whole shot exists to show he's sitting with a double cup in the studio. This entire shot is like, look, he's drinking lean. It's almost like, look how wild my lifestyle is, and then I'm gonna get it back on track. There's a let's see, here's a section of him playing. This is just funny to listen to like the music they're making and how psyched they are on it. And it's like with uh, he's working with Travis Barker now. Studio highlight reel. If the chorus is gonna keep going like that, I feel like there's a you have an opportunity to say something like some tag. Or so I think you gotta add a guitar part that's almost like. How is this not the backing track to a chick song? You can beat the whole last case. More iconic. Valentine's Day. Tonight. Drop it and say tonight. Isn't that our thing? Haven't we been goofing on a song for 10 years that does that? Tonight. It's so good. And I think we were both going like, can we do this again and again and again? Enough to create like an album full. You know what would be great though? If it turns out MGK was pulling a Joaquin Phoenix and this was all an act for the movie, this would just be a big fuck you to Travis Barker because he's genuinely there like, I actually like the songs. Yeah, uh, I want MGK to pull the rug out and be like, I was just fooling y'all. I always forget how much Travis Barker has to do with this. Yeah, he I drums on all these Blink-182 knockoff shit. It's weird to hear Travis Barker, though, talking about a song that sounds just like Blink-182 and being like, maybe we can make a whole album of this. Like, you have. They get into also, he has a comment about how like it's been, that whole genre has been dead for like 20 years and like MGK is bringing it back. Like that's, he's psyched on it. He's like, we brought, they go to the MTV, the VMAs and he's just like, we brought back a category, like best pop punk or whatever. It's back. Like we're, to them, they're like reinvent. And by the way, blame COVID for how all can of this one shit. nominee bring back a category? They talk to be a few nominees. They show like 2020, everything's locked down. And MGK, of course, is like, well, I didn't know what to do with myself and where to turn. So I just picked up a guitar again, started playing every day. Thanks, COVID. Everyone wants to talk about the fucking bullshit inflated death numbers. No right. one talks about the real casualties <laughs> here. Um, what else? Let's see. There's probably one more spot to cover. Oh, you got to see this. This is like, a, and when I watched the Kanye documentary, I had there was a similar thing. The way he goes into the record label, puts his demo on, and he's like performing it almost like at the secretary. Like Does he jump on the table this. and do the fucking buckled knees guitar stance. Uh, so you've seen this before, <laughs> does he? <laughs> you just described the entire next scene. Trippy Red's just bored on his phone. Is he mocking him? <laughs> He said I sound like a dude who's been wearing the same clothes as yesterday. <laughs> Which is facts. And we had probably half of that album completed, and I was like, what's up with the label? Like, are you still on Interscope? No one knew where I was at. No one knew what I was I've doing. I've never changed like, outfits. We put out that, like, I'm like the, the best album. outfit sabotager <laughs> I've ever witnessed. <laughs> I, like I have like the worst hygiene I've ever seen. They probably don't even know I'm working Gnarly. on one. I was like, well, let's call Janik and like, let's set up a meeting and play him this. Everyone had this idea. So Travis Barker is basically like, this is good enough for a label pitch. So I'm going to call Interscope. 
think Interscope thought we were This is crazy. a boring yeah. interview yeah. that you would hear on like The Tonight Show. Here. And they just put all this fucking gay mood music to make it sound dramatic. The whole point is to show Travis this. Barker called a record label and was like, we should show him a new song that we wrote. That's not a big deal. That sounds like a, a business as usual. Why do they have to talk about it? Like, because so I thought maybe if we called Jeff, it's all for the movie. We could like show him what we just wrote. It's like, yeah, you're an artist. That's what you do. Before they had the idea to make these songs, I think they had the idea to make this movie. And they're like, all right, so we're going to make the album. We're going to tour it at the festivals. We're going to start a beef with Slipknot. And that's the fucking story arc for our movie. Look at this giant table full of intern douches at this record label. Do you think they're all sitting there like, what are we even doing here? Paying it like, why are we giving this guy the time of day? This so, guy who's had a bunch of hit singles. So the way uh, they're selling it is like this whole conference room, this whole giant uh, conference table full of 25 people. Most of them are like on their phones because they don't get that they're about to hear like the new me. Right. So, so what he ends up doing is like to sell it for him. You know, you got to hop on the table and start and doing the stanky leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah! He's running up and down the table and air guitaring. I doesn't even have a guitar. Everyone's laughing him out of the room. Here, pause it, though. Like, I really do identify with what you're saying, which is the, like, if only I had a morsel of this guy's confidence. Yeah. Why do the people who suck the most feel like they rock the most you know <laughs> you don't have to say respect necessarily but it is like he's got something in him that i don't have that uh, to a degree i wish i did have the shamelessness the yes. shamelessness like it's not even shameless these, it's uh, like he way, genuinely thinks he's great i like genuinely think i'm the worst yeah. and anytime we have to go i'm in the middle it, you know i'm better than term but dis- not as good as mgk <laughs> anytime we have to go like display our talents I, I am like, you suck, and everyone's going to hate you. This guy just got on the fucking table and air guitar like I did when I was four. He started doing like somersaults up he's the conference 34. table. He's 34. Yeah, I think he's younger than me. I think he's like 31 or two. I think he's your age. Whatever. <laughs> um, another he's thing that's way weird. too old to be doing what he just did. Another thing I feel like you're too old to be, because look, preface it, I smoke weed every day. Yeah, he's got to smoke weed for the camera like I did when I was shot. 19. In every shot. I watch our old like TPS reports videos and shit, and it, it oh, douches look how cool me to you the were, bone. Dude. Oh, look how cool we were. We were smoking on right. camera again. It's like it's not just the stu- the phone clips. It's like whatever. It's if you're in the studio, sure. They're when they're sitting down with the well lit like uh, uh, interview portion. He's on the. This is like where they talk to MGK and ask him questions to get his. It's like I gotta have. <laughs> You know my my drink here and uh, lighting up a joint slowly creeping out. I have of my to be smoking a blunt question for one hundred percent of the footage. We like work with music video dudes now who who will just come with like and God bless them. God bless. Uh, but like the maybe term could be like uh, I thought maybe it could be like rolling a blunt for this shot or like blowing it out. And at this point, I'm like no. Yeah, I refuse. I do not want any fucking like blunt rolling and slow mo smoke blowing out in our music videos. That shit is gay and played out, <laughs> and we don't need to be like, look, look, I smoke weed. I promise, I swear I do. We just shot a video I smoke recently. Weed. I don't like the fact that I smoke weed as much as I do. I want to smoke less weed. Calm down. There was a scene in like the video we just shot, and one of the clips, uh, and we're looking at the the the, the rough cut. 
And it's like, let me know if you have any thoughts. And like, my one thought was like, there's a shot of us dapping up at the beginning where we all like slap hands. Like, what up? And we it's do the probably little... looks really unnatural. I said, cut the daps. Because we don't do that when we meet up. <laughs> I said, it we looks... hardly do that when we when we split ways. I don't even touch my friends. I don't do it. And hugs, handshakes, get the fuck out of here. So like, when we were like, yo, let's shoot the... Every rap video has a dap up and a blunt roll. And it's like, it feels corny. There's slow we don't. Too. We don't need the to show up us. has to be slow we're, we're together. They don't need to see us meeting up. They get it. We met up. We're together. We've been best friends for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one more part and we can move on. I had this really weird interaction. This neighbor who told me all these things that I didn't want to hear. I had this really weird interaction. That fucked me up even more because I couldn't get closure on it. I am the bad <laughs> Why does he talk like this? I wouldn't leave my room. I, I wouldn't leave my room. Really, really, really dark. Like, Megan went to Bulgaria to shoot a movie. I started getting this really wild paranoia. Like I kept getting paranoid that someone was gonna come and kill me. And there was this, I would always sleep with this shotgun next to my bed. Oh my God. Like one of the days. This I is like the kid at school. Fucking snapped. Snopped. Called Megan and I was snopped. like, you aren't here for me. Like, I'm in my room and I'm like freaking out on her. Did I put the shotgun in my mouth? Wow. Um, I I take back everything phone, I ever like said. The barrels in my mouth. This guy's got and real issues, the dude. And, the and I cocked as it. As it comes back up, the shell just gets jammed. Megan's like dead silent. Megan's like so close. That was kind of. He's in his head thinking like, where do I, I take this fake story from here? <laughs> not, not what not And then I walked out right. And I bought a lottery ticket And it won Megan's like There's two U's And it was the same thing With my daughter I they swear simultaneously to God kind of it, was, it was for three million dollars But I spent it all I gave two million To a homeless guy Spent the rest on liquor and coke Did it all in one day I spent my whole career trying to be like Kurt Cobain, but gayer. <laughs> it's like my hair sucks. I wear these shitty jewelry pieces. And then the gun jammed when I tried to blow my brains out. I stink. I want to see you as my... Yeah, I knew a couple kids like growing up, like elementary school, who would just have these, to spin these yarns, often like about dad. So one time my dad beat up like eight guys at a bar. Oh, he's got dad yarns. Rolled one of them up in a carpet and kicked him down the stairs. Like, no, he didn't. <laughs> that never happened. That's this, this kid. I bet he was that kid at school. I could maybe believe to a degree that he got fucked up and put a gun in his mouth. But he's like, as I cocked it, the oh. bullet jammed. You didn't go to did Steve's it? party last week? It did. Yeah, all these bitches came by. I was fucking like five bitches at one time. I had two bottles in my hand. I was like guzzling, glug, 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 glug. on both of them. And then I lit up a blunt, <laughs> almost lit the bed sheets on fire because there was liquor on the blunt. I mean, there's liquor on the bed sheets, and I flicked the blunt, and it like lit the house on fire. <laughs> like and the <laughs> fire department came, but I was already pissing out the ashes. I was like, you don't even need the hose. <laughs> I got five hose right here. Tell a faker story, <laughs> fag. <laughs> Fucking hate this guy. <laughs> See, I'm recapping. Don't act like you had something. I'm encapsulating in 20 minutes. What I spent two hours watching yesterday. <laughs> Girl, don't act like Man, um. There's a, but there's a lot of commentary from him, directed by him, about like how just, uh, you know, no one loves him. He didn't get love. He's got to do drugs. He's been a victim his whole life. Look at my crazy party life. I had to overcome this crazy life to do what I'm doing today. <laughs> Where is it? At no...
Oh, uh, yeah. So it what else? Stinks. MGK, Life in Pink, streaming now. Jelaine Maxwell, 20 years. R. Kelly, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? Make some hit songs, Jelaine. We'll put you away for longer. I don't know. I was, th- you know, he's probably worse. She just rounded the bitches up yeah. to be fucked by some elites on a private island. Nice, yeah. sunny. There's a pool. He's just locking bitches in a room and making them shit in a bucket while they're not sucking his dick You're or right. drinking his pee. You should have got more time. Yeah. Um, well, as long as they're both. Uh, you. The higher profile case, oddly to me, is R. Kelly because he's a celebrity beyond Jelaine Maxwell. No one, no one grew up with her name in the. And head. we've all known and been joking about the fact that he does what he did for twenty years. <laughs> we've all been just openly like, "Yeah, that guy pees on kids." And then for the ch- twenty years, then the my- chickens come home to roost, and we're just like, I, "Like, wow, so could they give him thirty? Oh, my silence wasn't violence. I was laughing at Dave Chappelle. Yeah, the majority <laughs> of my life, I've been openly just joking about how this guy's a, a criminal predator. Uh, you know, the the more outrageous thing about her that we should all be a little upset about is that a global madam for global elitists on a private island who would bring them children to fuck. The madam is going to jail, and not a single John has even been named. Right, Not I was a gonna single say, client was even named. Did she just plead the fifth the whole time? Because she's got the names. Well, she's on suicide watch. So is R. Kelly. She's going to suicide herself if she tells any of the names. That's how this goes. This bro. is today's yesterday's story. R. Yeah, Kelly no. placed on suicide watch. Now he's on suicide. That, I believe, you know? Because he just was living the... He, I don't think R. Kelly's the brightest guy. Yeah. I think he's kind of really dumb. He's just really talented. And for you know the majority of his life, that talent has allowed him to not be smart and live a wonderful life. Where he can take advantage of young women and pee all over them. Yeah, time's done changed. And... Uh, I had a point there. <laughs> oh, so you kill yourself when you're dumb. Right. It makes more <laughs> sense that now when that all comes crashing down and he's in a jail cell that he's like, I'm just going to kill myself. Ghislaine Maxwell, on the other hand, is like, if she, quote unquote, suicided. Hmm. Well, it says right here, the disgraced R&B singer is not suicidal. She Attorney knows Jennifer Bonjean told CNN. Right, all of their loyals, the lawyers say they're not. Suicidal. The irony of putting someone on suicide watch when they're not suicidal is it actually causes more harm. Bonjean said. Kelly's attorneys uh, later filed a lawsuit and moved for a temporary restraining order. The complaint names the Metropolitan Detention Center of Brooklyn and its <laughs> leading officials as well as the United States government. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Bonjean said she was told by po- prosecutors who spoke with Kelly. Suicide. Uh, he was placed on suicide watch because he is well known. It's punishment for being high profile and it's horrifying, frankly, she said. To put someone under suicide watch under those conditions is cruel and unusual when they don't need it. Uh, I mean, they, you know, is it because it's like an attorney? Like you're constantly being surveilled, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. they take away your privacy. Uh, the MDC Brooklyn has a policy of punishing high-profile inmates by placing them under harsh conditions of suicide watch, even though they are not suicidal, the lawsuit alleges. I would think, like, if you're under suicide watch, those would be not harsh conditions. They'd be, like, pampering you. I was going to say, like, how is it more bring harmful? Bring you comfort food and let you watch the shows you like. Right. And then if you're in just gen pop, like, isn't that harmful to, like, the risk factor of being shanked? Right. Doesn't suicide watch mean, like, you're protected more Can so? You picture- like, guarded? 
R. Kelly in Gen Pop at any prison yeah, in, actually, in I can. the world. I can see it right now. He would be the Lord and I savior. picture him standing on the lunch table with a crowd of people just like clapping Air along. guitaring. Yeah. I believe and I can fly. They're Instagramming WTF. <laughs> yeah. It's a is a audible it's, medium. It's so a deep what was cut to the Life is Pink doc. So. Um, yeah, I think he would be treated quite nice. Um, well... Justice, you guys. And I would think like sweet street justice. Ghislaine Maxwell, with all her social skills and stuff, she would just become like queen socialite skills. She would just become queen bitch at the prison, and within years, be like running that place. You know, she'd be sneaking kids in up her butt like cigarettes, right? Manipulating chicks to eat her twat and stuff. (laughs) Um, All right, you want to get to the bits here? Get to the bits. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. This week we say goodbye to Max Holloway's left eyebrow, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. We hardly fricked. knew ye. <laughs> yeah. That thing was split. That's the thing about seeing the Louie movie is we couldn't watch the UFC pay-per-view, so I imagine we both watched it after the fact. Yes, we did. Man, they chopped his fucking eye in half. Yeah. Volkanovski. Uh, Holloway Volkanovski 3. The first two were very close. The second one was even closer than the first. Yeah, the third one was a landslide. Oh, my God. Volkanovski. 50-45, easy. Yeah. But yeah, he hit him with a like a right right above his left eye, and it just split his eyebrow in half. Like those yeah. shots of the cut man putting the Q-tip in it was like he was putting like a whole cotton swab between two halves of. They were just they were folded open like a horror movie makeup. Right, it's gross. It's like when you uh, put the towel between your butt cheeks and do that shimmy thing, <laughs> the Bart Simpson. Yeah, he was doing that to his <laughs> his eyebrow as a butt cheek. Now this week we say goodbye. To Jessica I and Donald Cerrone. I just keep trying to bring it back to UFC. Yes, we had two retirements. <laughs> two legends retired from the sport after losing skids. I knew Jim Miller was going to beat Donald Cerrone. And he said, "Yeah, I'm just, I just like don't love it anymore. It's like, yeah, we could Duh. tell from the, the last past six five fights. fights. said all of that. Uh, we could tell how like every fight winds up with you crouching up on the cage. Like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. But this was a guillotine. I feel like I could steer anything. Whatever you're about to say about this song, I'll get it back to the card. What's next? Words of wisdom. <laughs> this song's a real knockout, a real smash hit. <laughs> Words of wisdom, Ag. So who died? Lloyd. Words of wisdom, Lloyd. Joey Turkle, who played Lloyd in The Shining. Is a musician? No, this is the song from The Shining. Oh, I thought you were about doobie to imply he was on the song. Okay. Got it. Doobie, you want to talk about a Kubrick movie? Let's go. Yeah, Joe Turkle, Lloyd from The Shining. The That's the best we can do this yeah. week. Poe up. We gotta, we gotta drink to Lloyd. If you say so. It's 11 a.m., but it is also the Fourth of July. Yeah. So, so we gotta start. What are we? Not free to drink? Give me a sec. Turn. I don't know anything about Joe Turkle. Well, then rootle it. What else was he in? Rudel. Doodle doodle doo. Joe Turkle. Let's look him up. Blade Runner, Paths of Glory, another great Kubrick film. 
Where's the man's IMDb at? Shit, spilled it everywhere. Spilled whiskey everywhere. Where's the man's IMDb at? He's also in The Killing. Hmm. Guy worked with uh, Kubrick quite a bit. Quite a bit. Joey Turkle, born in the year in the 1927. USA. Isn't that when The Shining, that photo at the end is from? 27. Could have been. Let's look that up. I was going to say 21. 23 or 21? Right, let me look it up. The Shining. Let's see, 20. I'm going to go photo. 19, 21. 19. See, one and seven kind of look the same. Fuck. 1921. Yes! Son of a bitch. I actually know that movie. Son of a bitch. You now, didn't know now, the song? Now quiz me on 2001. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't. I was also confused as to... You normally play uh, you know, a song by the artist who died. I was assuming right. well, that was them. Uh, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with them. Slow death week, so... Right. I just talked about how... Uh, so who from the opening scene of The Departed <laughs> died? Uh, that kid died, or his character, later on, right? I mean, Marky Wahlberg I takes him out. So did Jack Nicholson's character. You're right. They all died later <laughs> on in the movie. It was about the beginning. Every Bundy dies in that movie. <laughs> I said everybody weird. Every Bundy? There was Hal, there was Ted. Here you go. <laughs> Joey Turks. Hardly knew ye. Lloyd. Words of wisdom, Lloyd. Also dead, Sonny Barger, founding uh, Hell's Angel of the Oakland, California chapter. He um, appeared in a number of books, like Hunter S. Thompson's book about bikers. Hell's Angels. What was it called? Hell's Angels, the strange and terrible saga of the outlaw motorcycle gangs. I almost bought that. He's also in Tom Wolfe. I bought like four other Hunter S. Thompson books that I still haven't read, so maybe one at a time. You could have not read that one. Yeah, I read half of one. Hell that yeah. one, the, the big thicky. Nice. I started with the thicky. Uh, he was also in Tom Wolfe's Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. He was also in a documentary called Gimme Shelter, which is about Altamont. Do you know what happened in Altamont? Mm-mm. Rolling Stones put on a music festival, and someone had the bright idea of getting the Hell's Angels to be their security because it would be cheaper than hiring. I thought that was a Woodstock, like story. a security company. No, it was okay. Altamont. Okay, was was what it was called. Rolling Stones took the stage, and I think it was like two songs into their set. Um, some dude. I've heard this story. I've never heard the word gun, Altamont. Yeah, and they they alleged that he was going to shoot Mick Jagger. I don't know if that was the case. I think he was just going to shoot a guy that he was fighting with in the audience. Anyway, the Hell's Angels... Someone's getting shot. Anyways, the Hell's Angels stabbed him and stomped him to death. That's what they were there for. <laughs> and like two songs in, a riot broke out, a dude was murdered, and the whole festival ended, and they were like, ah, shit. Yeah, it shucks. There's probably ah, more. drat. <laughs> there must be more to the story, because there's a whole documentary, and it can't last the two minutes that I told that, but... There was also a part in the MGK doc that it's uh, when you said a riot broke out. I was like, I wanted to mention that before when at the VMAs, Conor McGregor threw a drink at MGK. Do you remember this? They didn't yes. get into like why he did that. It was, it was a big deal. Like that was he was like they show all that and he's like, why the fuck would he want? It? Well, Conor's <laughs> a drunk. I'm sure that had something to do. But with like, it. was he provoked or did he just see a big loser and he was like, all right, I gotta throw some at this loser. Look at his pants. Why? What? This guy shops at Hot Topic. Conor whiskey McGregor. in the face. 
Oh, you know, I think McGregor was wearing a, a pink suit blazer. Absolutely, he was. Oh, there's only room for one pink blazer at the VMAs, <laughs> dude. Uh, quote, this award showing did not big ask enough anyone for the for a picture, blazers. nor did he instigate this incident. He does not know Machine Gun Kelly outside of the fact that he attended Connor's fight this past July. Uh, who cares? Okay, fair enough. I wish no one was there to hold him back. Shouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> so anyway, someone died, and this is a good song, and... And... we're done? And... You want to do a shot to Sonny Barger? Sonny Barger. Uh, there's so. another death. Bruno Falcone. We don't talk about Bruno. We're only doing Sonny. We don't talk about Bruno. Who was this guy? Whoa. He was in that movie Breakin'. Remember Breakin'? I've seen Breakin'. I have not seen Breakin'. Well, when it's in 70 millimeter at the music box, we'll change all that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and I'll eat a handful of mushrooms halfway through it. It'll be glorious. It'll be, glorious. be bussin'. Man, I can't talk. Yeah, you suck. I keep starting to say one word and then trying to say another after I've started the first one. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's move along. Uh, breaking guy Bruno. Oh, right, the breaking shot. Bruno. He was also a choreographer for Michael Jackson, and it looks like he invented the whole like lean forward thing. Oh, the, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What? So, so we should cool. be sipping some lean. Pull up some lean, dog. That's another thing. It's like even if I uh, did lean, it's like would I have so much footage of me pouring it and making mixing it you and did sitting if you with were the cups? on being a performative drug user, <laughs> or the the best self sabotager of all I'm time. Such a good self sabotage. This one time, there's like nobody better at self sabotages. This one time, I bought a whole dump truck worth of cocaine, and I opened up the back and I just drove for like a mile and, and made like a mile line, and I snorted it all. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted a mile's worth of cokes. Here. Bruno! Wait, no, I'm doing mine to Sonny Barger. Sonny? Bruno? He's, he's cooler. It's all the same to me. Hardly knew. Who do you think led a cooler lifestyle? Choreographer from Michael Jackson? Yes. Or founding member of Hell's Angels? The choreographer. Yeah, you're right. You know, R. Kelly wrote a lot of Michael Probably Jackson stuff, too. Fucked a bunch of kids. Is, is this guy problematic? Do you think Michael Jackson shared the kids? I don't know. We watched. We watched that. <laughs> like actually thought about it. Did he? <laughs> we watched that documentary, and I've kind of tried to like black it all out. Yeah, much like the kids to Michael Jackson. <laughs> the only part I remember is um, the one kid talks about. Harley knew you. The one kid talks about like. Um, <laughs> he had to shoot it mid sentence. Michael like did something to his asshole and made it bleed. Yes. I think he fucked it is what he did to it. Right. So then he like <laughs> threw his... I remember that part. He threw his bloody whitey tighties in the garbage. Tidy whiteys, but sure. Go tidy whiteys, right. My you, bad. You're really off, dude. <laughs> and Fourth then, of um, July morning drinking's got you twerked. And then the kid was like... He like left. He was somewhere else. And he said like... He remembered Michael had left to go do a recording session. And then later in the day, Michael called the kid... And asked him over the phone, what did you do with that those underwears? Which ones? The ones the your mother ones. laid out for you? <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones your mom laid out. <laughs> <laughs> your mother laid out. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> um, I watched some more episodes just from Fuel. Right. But he's got all my money. He could write a personal check to himself. And he goes to South America. 
who goes to South America? I was <laughs> listening back to what we were talking about, like Snoop Dogg and how terrible he looks. And I was yeah. like, totally missed opportunity. I can't opportunity. believe you. I almost titled the episode. I didn't have a title, like a good one last week. I was going to call it Snoop is 50. It's crazy, dude. I want it to be the, t- the headline. Missed opportunity, though, Fuck. with the, the Seinfeld tie-in. That's like four things. What are we even doing? With Snoop on Seinfeld? You look like an old catcher's mitt. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm hideous. It's brutal. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? I don't know. I think Fuck. we're going to move on. <laughs> wait, no. I had a thing. Uh, hold on. Wait. Wait. Let's back it up. Florentine Seinfeld. You did a Seinfeld thing. What was the Seinfeld thing you started with? Shit, it was before the sniffing guy. <laughs> it was right before the sniffing guy. What happened? Fuck. We're talking about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael sniffing Jackson. Guy. The kid's bloody underwear. <laughs> the ones your mother laid out for you. Yes, we <laughs> okay. did it. So what, go on. Um, Michael called him later during the day and asked him, what did you do with those bloody underwears? Which ones? Make sure like, when you throw them out, take out the... I don't, I'm maybe making up this details, like take out the trash or whatever, like don't let anyone find them, bury them into the trash. The Put them through is, the paper shredder. The point is, the kid said, I remember Michael was going off to a recording session. <laughs> Hit him with a tide stick and throw him through the shredder. And what sticks out to me, and I'm pretty sure the kid pointed this out, was that like what this means is that he was, Michael was like in the booth recording vocals and in his head he was like, oh shit. Did we leave those bloody underwears out? Wait a minute. <laughs> I gotta make a phone call. So I can't listen to his song now without wondering, like, is this the song where during s- recording right. this, he was like, bloody underwear on the brain? Right. Can you take those undies and make sure you bury them deep in the dumpster? <laughs> okay, thanks. Put your pizza! It's a He just goes back there shouting. <laughs> I don't know what song it was. On that, I never will. Oh, man. Well, let's hear another song that you do know what it is. Uh-oh. Moving right along. What it is. Highly recommended. Scrub the bloody diarrheas out of those whiteies, please. Come on, here's hot. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The cheeky fonts and sugar dimes can't quit. This week's highly recommended album introducing is the debut release from Camp Low with 1997's Uptown Saturday Night. Man, this is, I haven't listened to this album in a while, but like. I'd call it a front tobacco. At least that's how I treated it when I did listen to it. It's like every song on this album rules. I like Camp Low. Yeah. They're good. I think I've told this story a long time ago, but I did a, like a, a video project where I went to film the sets of this uh, music fest with Farside and Camp Low and uh, Souls of Mischief. And this is peak Nike head, hip hop head me. I'm like 21. This is probably be- before we ever came up with a Palmer Square's name. We were still illiteracy. Uh, I think we just came up with it because I got the shout out from A Plus or Did something. Did they say right? Palmer Squares? He's like, Big Manny B, Palmer He Squ- called you Palmer. Manny? Because he, he said Palmer Squares. Palmer. So yeah, we. I think we just named ourselves He that. called you Manny B. And Seth. We were still, we didn't have rap names yet. I remember it was your birthday that weekend, and I was trying to get the film, like, Opio to do a shout-out. Can you, like, wish my friend a happy birthday so I could do it? This was, like, before we even had, like, smartphones. Right. It's like, I'm going to edit this clip and send it to him for you his birthday. We were using a VX Yo, camera. Yo, Manny B, Big Shana. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Self. 
so I was very familiar with Souls of Mischief and The Far Side at the time. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about Camp Low yet. Never even heard of the other acts. <laughs> Watched them perform. They did this song. I was like, that was good. And then after that, I went on to become a huge Camp Low fan. But that was later. That night on the tour bus, hanging out with these fucking dudes as a dorky white, you know, wannabe rapper. Uh, I remember saying straight up, I was just like, "You guys killed it!" And they're like, "Thank you." And I was like, "I never even heard of your music or nothing, but you're good." And like to these legends, even then, twelve years ago, it's like they're probably just like. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this kid's never heard of Interesting me. Interesting to think, though, at that point, I played this that album was only like 10 years old. Yeah, but it's still, not that old. they had stripes in the hip-hop Spooky game language like is 10 Souls years of Mischief old. did. I just didn't know that. Like, yeah. at that point, they were known. No, true. I didn't know them like that. Absolutely. So I didn't need to go ahead and tell them, I don't even know your songs, but I'll check them out now. It's like, maybe don't say that. You know, <laughs> you're hanging out on the bus with them. Maybe don't admit that you're like, I, I've never even heard yeah. of the other acts. Yeah. But classic they were playing with my VX camera. Camp Low was passing it around, and it, the battery light was blinking. And then, uh, uh, what is it? Is it Geechee Sway? He was just like, let me get some of that battery game. He was asking for a fresh battery charge. Battery game. Let me get some of that battery game. That's something we've gone on to say maybe 300 times since then. <laughs> battery game. Uh, Whenever you need to charge your phone. Leo Stanley of All Music called the album... A refreshing fusion of hip-hop, soul, and jazz that manages to avoid most jazz rap cliches while retaining street credibility. You want some more Palmer Squares tie-in? Palmer! Uh, into the letter, can't donate a swing, Camp Low fans know what I mean. Put on yes. the swing. You got your thing, well, I got my, you know. Isn't this you the... You got yours and that's a thing. In the 90s, sometimes music videos, they would do a music video for a song, and then the last, like, one minute... It would like merge into another song. Dude, I've wanted to do that for so long. Didn't they do that with? Was it the Lucini video? I don't know. I like Missy Elliott used to do that all the time with like Pharrell. They have a video where this there's like the last one minute just merges into this song, and they're doing point uh, break, right? <laughs> they're like doing point break where they rob the bank with Nixon masks and shit. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I thought that was Dead Presidents. No, no, no. Dead presidents, they don't wear Nixon masks. No, they just paint, they, they do they white paint face. their faces like mimes. I haven't watched Dead Presidents in fucking 15 years. I used to love that movie. And that's the thing. Blase, 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 who named Bell Ring? The don't, cover art. Don't give me your swing. I've got mine, and that's the thing. Is the hook of this? So when I say can't donate a swing, Camp Low fans, it's like I don't want your thing. Like right. I've got mine. I was just referencing this track. Anyways, go on. The album cover is an homage to the album cover of Marvin Gaye's "I Want You," which features the painting "Sugar Shack" by Ernie Barnes. Speaking of Sugar Shack, that Sugar Sean show got cut short. Yeah, that's real early. That sucked my dick, dude. I, I thought like, Pedro Munoz won the first round. He definitely did. And there I wasn't much Sean action. Sean was heating up in the second a little, and then it was over. Right. Was there over. wasn't much action, but in the first round, Pedro Munoz landed like fucking 30 leg kicks. Yeah. Sean O'Malley landed like maybe five punches. Yeah, it was. Pedro Munoz landed zero punches. He was losing the fight at the time, but... Uh, no, no, no. I'm Sean O'Malley. Oh, okay. By the time it ended. Well, it was kind of... It looked like it, the way it was going, Sean O'Malley was going to take the second. Yeah. It looked like Pedro Munoz was learning... Uh, that he was going to have a real hard time with that distance and closing right. it without getting cracked. And he was afraid of getting closing the distance and getting cracked. 
you know, you hate to say that when it looks like a guy took an easy out. Because for all I know, it scratched his cornea. For all I know, that was yeah, a yeah. really shitty eye injury. It, it did not look like it, much of an eye poke, but often, he said he couldn't see. Often the ones that don't look like much of anything are the worst, you know, because it's like the nail just brushed the cornea. Yeah. And like when that finger directly goes in the eye, it's like it doesn't really do a whole lot of damage, you know, when it looks really right. terrible and gross. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is like... For all I know, the dude I, suffered an actual bad he injury. He must have, because like, first of all, he was... He won the first round, and they called it off in the second. So it's like, as somebody who's having the better of the exchanges, to to like want to throw it for some reason, like no, he, I believe he couldn't see out of his fucking right eye. But no, I was really excited for that fight. Yeah, um, bummer. I'm I'm curious of curious to see what they're gonna do with it. If they're gonna rebook it, or if they're just gonna give O'Malley a even higher ranked opponent for his next fight what's gonna happen with that yeah anyways this song is incredible the sugar shack painted by ernie barnes we've all seen this painting um it's an iconic painting of dancing figures famously graced the cover of marvin gaye's album and the credits of the tv show good times in the 1970s you know i'm talking about this one yeah dancing Dancing in a jazz club. It's beautiful. Um, I'm reading here. May 2022, the Sugar Shack was sold for $15.2 million. God damn. Hey, dude, you got to start painting. I'm in the wrong shit. You got to start wearing pink and doing screamo. (laughs) Um... Uptown Saturday Night peaked on the U.S. Billboard 200 at number 27. Uh, Lucini peaked at number 50. 50? All right, 21 on the U.S. Hot R&B and Hip Hop Singles. Nice. Number five on U.S. Hot Rap Singles. Coming in at number five. Cooley High peaked at 62 on the Hip Hop R&B Singles. Yeah. I, I went through like a big phase with this album, but mainly this song and Lucini. It's like... Yeah. Every fucking playlist session. I um, originally, because today is the 4th of July, kind of wanted to recommend something with, uh, there's an Avalanches album, Wildflower, which has like an American flag thing on the cover, except it's... Uh, it's flowers, not stars. Yes. But uh, I don't know, I'm not too familiar with it. There's some great songs, but there's a lot of songs. I'm only familiar with like three of them, but they're great. And one of them is Because I'm Me, which has Sonny Chiba right. of Camp Low, which directed me over to Camp Low. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just recommend Uptown Saturday Night because... I know it a little better than this album. Lucini <laughs> classics. Uh, but this song, Because I'm Me, The Avalanche is featuring Sonny Chiba is fucking beautiful. It's got a great music video, too. Yep. Love The Avalanches. Just let it drop. Wait for the drop. You thought it was going to come right there, didn't you? Y'all thought it was going to come right there. We fooled you. I bet you think it's coming in right now, don't you? Idiot. But you're wrong. Nope. It's two more bars. Takes forever. And then the drop. What, are you dumb? You, you thought it was coming you in there? Idiot. What, you think it's coming in right now? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you have our rendition of Lucini? Not on this. The computer. illiteracy remix. Maybe it's on the internet somewhere. Is it on like um, first that now this on Bandcamp? Yeah, I, I didn't need a minute. I don't know. It's possible. When we were youngsters, probably about 10, 11, 12 years ago, uh, did our own remix of Camp Lowe's Lucini. And I'm sure that if I heard it now, it would make me cringe. Yeah, I'm sure it was terrible. And, and I doubt it's still up on the... Come on, it. it's got to be there. No, first that, now this. That's where it would be if it was anywhere, right? No, I think it was even older than that. Yeah, I can't find that shit. For good, it's that's for the best. Yeah, we shouldn't play it. <laughs> Highly recommended. Not our version. Uptown Saturday Night by Camp Low. Ladies Frick and with gentlemen. It. It's free country, so listen to it. Oh, this isn't on it, by the way. Listen to this, too. This is on a different album. Yeah, dude, you're also free <laughs> to not take the album recommendation and listen to something else. Right. It's no. free country. No, yeah, right. No, right. They didn't right. lock us down yeah. for a year and a half, no. and, and things are uh, inflation's higher than ever. What did, it's did free we, country. Did we just call ours Lucini? Uh, it would have said This Is It remix, probably. This is yeah, it. This is, I've only had this computer less than a year, and there's no way that <gasps> made the fucking transfer. You want to airdrop me? Just Can I airdrop Hit me it? with the airdrop. Is that what I want to do right now? I, I mean, I'd rather you didn't because I don't want to hear it, but yeah, airdrop it. Control, click, Really, ta- Really talk the people through the airdrop. Now I'm clicking airdrop. Now I'm waiting to see your computer. It's I'm about to go. your computer. It goes. Oh no, dude. Airdropped. This is it. <laughs> oh, it's got the clip. Battery game. Shit. Let me take a shot. Is there a third class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Like, like, I, I can't even call a great Sounds like they're pulling up. Maybe we should pull We all took a shot at Jim Beam. The battery about to go out, Yes! Nah, man. Let me get a little bit of this battery game. So cool. Yo, first of all, the presence of mind, the presence of mind, for me to put that in this song, because I would have never had that clip. I would have never been able to actually hear that, and I just talked about it. I'm so stoked I got to hear them say it the right way. It's beautiful. It's fucking the beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> it was low on battery. Called it a battery guy. Um, we go on. <laughs> oh, gonna be nah, rough. bruh. I love that. Nah, bruh. This is it, what? Yo, we kind of kill it. <laughs> One line in, we kind of kill it. No, in the mimicking of the cadence. Oh, of course, it's it's on point. Dude, I murdered this. Dude, I murdered this. 
as high as the sky sound been banging from Beijing to shy town happened to my voice got worse you got you got a pirate's booty in the mouth for treasure. Oh, dude, you sound cool as shit. You got a pirate's booty and I'm out for treasure. I like that line. We took a, a couple. I don't of, like that I said endo ever. So they do like a trade-off thing in the original. We mimicked it we, great. We mimicked, and it in each chunk, um, we we each kind of like used one of their original lines. Right. You know. Love potion number nine. Madam Butterfly, take me in your house. A pleasure. You got a pirate's booty and I'm out for treasure. Sunny Chiba. Here's some of that Bushmills game. Nah, bruh. Nah, bruh. Oh, I got the Master Z cup. We can't. Hold on. You got the Captain Ron. Uh oh. Okay. This is it. What? Dang. Dang. Frick. We used to be much more comfortable with being like, uh, gay. I'm not trying to say. Being like acty with our lines, you know? We should probably try like a little of it now. We should. Instead of none. <laughs> this is better than I thought it would be. I'm the best at it. I take it, puff it, taking hits of acid, pass it. <laughs> what does that mean? I like that. Who cares? Who cares what it means? Y'all I've been saying this for years. Y'all pussy like kittens in December. Dude, that sounds like something ODB would say. It's it pro- rules. I, I swear to God, it's probably something I heard Method Man Y'all say. Y'all motherfuckers sound cold pussy. If someone cool said it, I'd be like, dude, I'm, I'm saying cold pussy I'm, now. I'm... Copying Method Man. On the fat tire, a spat fine ladies clipping when I speak daddy. We cheat past sheesh, attacking the beat madly. Keep at me with the love and belief. As they venture from state to state, sipping Heineken, making friends at the bar. It's dope, so everybody jealous when they see the love we get. Listen up, cause it's the palm of squares, and you can't get enough of this. This is it, what? Yo. We should have made a whole career off of remixing songs because from throw some cheese on that bitch to this is it, we can mock a cadence. We can mock our own cadences. Look at uh, I'm Dope or Deja Vu. Right. We just did it with our own original material and then mocked it for each other. That's our specialty. God, we're good at it. (laughs) Seriously, like... We should probably do that a little more often because... These cadences are good. I'm telling you right now, there is not another... Show me. TPS Reports Podcast at Gmail. Show me. Where's another song from 2009 that's as decent as that from us? Oh, from us. From us. I thought we were going to say <laughs> someone else doing Lucini. Because no. I think this is, again, we did Broken Language because Method and Red did right. a remix of yeah, Broken, yeah, yeah. Lang- Broken Language. That's another good example where I think that was popular for us and we did it well enough. I, I think, think we did this we even did better this somehow. Because Talib Kweli remixed Lucini. Right. Did he do it with most deaf? They, he might. That's always what it is. It's like, and we talked about it with broken language. It's like this, this passing of the torch in my head. It's like there's this era that did it first, and then like ten years later, some other rap duo kind of takes 
this classic and remixes it, and then we're coming up and listening to uh, Method in Red. So then we get inspired by that one to like dig up the original and do our own remix, and you know, I'm the not- ball keeps moving. Who's gonna Who's gonna pick it up? Who's gonna pick up the fucking broken language? Like we're probably not gonna make another one. It's been ten years. Who's gonna do it? No, we're not. The beats out there. Download it. We actually made two. Yeah, we did make two thousand nine and uh, twenty twelve. Right? Didn't we not put one out? No, they're both out. I swear to the God, the two thousand nine one's out. I swear to God, Quali did a Lucini remix. I'm not finding anything. Somebody did. Somebody did. That's why we did that. Anyways, that was actually I, I liked that. I was petrified to put that on, and I'm glad <laughs> I did. Fourth of July, baby, it's freedom. Do do do. Nah, bro. Let me. Uh, what the fuck did I do with the songs? Stupid bitch, idiot! I am. I'm gonna do some fan questions. I just can't find the song. I just can't find it. When I do, we're gonna do fan questions. It's time for fan questions. Running up the conference table. MG Kes, let's go. Um. I can start off with a question I just got on oh, my phone it. here from Vanna Black. Okay. Who's the main character in Pulp Fiction? Who's the main character? Vanna Black just texted me that. I guess that's like... Uh, Bruce Willis's girlfriend with the put. That's like an, clearly an, her. an interpretation, right? Um, Probably Marcellus Be- Wallace because it all revolves around him. No, I don't know. Hmm. Clearly not the main character. He might be the anchor for the storyline. Travolta? Mm. Oh, Winston the Wolf. <laughs> uh, Uma Thurman. I think Travolta is the main character. Because Travolta, like like Sam Jackson he, and Uma Thurman, don't interact. If really, you broke right? down who got the most screen time in that movie, it's got to be Travolta. That's what I was about to say. He connects the two worlds from Uma to Sam Jackson. Right, they would be the other two and, arguments. And the Butch world. Because him and Butch got beef. Right, and Bruce Willis. And at one point, he's like, uh, calls him a palooka yeah, when well, he's buying some red apples. Uh, hold on just a second. Any more brain busters? We got to the bottom I of that. I think you heard me just find palooka. <laughs> he calls him a palooka. No, I, I was about to like find the counter argument to that, but I think he is the anchor. He connects the other, who you would maybe consider the other main characters. What? Like, they don't interact the same. He interacts with all of them. What storyline in Pulp Fiction does he not touch? I don't think there is one. Mm. He, he touches in the whole. car when Marvin gets his brains blown out. He's he's with Bruce Willis in the fucking house. Is there like a third? Am I forgetting like a direction? No, there's not because there That's is the like three seg- segments of Pulp Fiction. It's, it's in the diner at the beginning. It's uh, Sam Jackson and John Travolta, their thing. Butch and his whole thing. And then the other thing is Uma yeah. and Travolta. So he's, he's Marcellus Wallace. two thirds of it. Yeah. I think Marcellus is the main character. Connects, yeah. Bruce Willis and Uma. Easy. That's an easy answer. Yep. Next. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, here we go. What's up, you fucking faggots? Whoa. Wow. This term didn't highly recommend. Anything by the band America for this week to celebrate the fourth. I've been through the desert up. on a horse with no name. I've already found out. It felt good to be out Let's of the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Ventura Highway. This is for Blowing all the, the lonely of my people. Mind 
Thinking that life has passed them by. I've never had an America album, but I had an America DVD. Don't give up until you drink from a silver cup. <laughs> keep going, keep going. And ride that highway in the sky. Cause I'm on my way. And I'm here to stay. Is it here to stay? I don't even know. I just made that up. And I'm on my way back home yeah! tonight. Encore! Encore! Um, we actually went over this before recording, and I know three songs by America. Horse With No Name. Venture Highway. Okay, four. Lonely People, Venture Highway, and Sister Golden Hair. Sister Golden Which may be the one. best one. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's what a else? Bobby Bacala Sr.'s death song in The Sopranos, Sister Golden. I had like a, when I discovered the band America, which had to have been through a skate video, I got, I, I saw one set like the Best Buy, they had like America, the fucking band, like live DVD and I bought it and mm-hmm. I like, it was so good I'm back in high school. Uh, so then you got America the Beautiful, or no, I'm, I'm sorry, Daisy Jane. Never heard it. Um, oh, this is actually the... America, the band songs. They just show me songs about America. I I got the wrong words. (laughs) I wasn't even paying attention, but we. You blew it! I'm one foot. Oh, it's the wrong line again. Wow! (laughs) You No! Man, you corny! (laughs) (laughs) I love how that one's always in there. It's the only one that isn't say no. <laughs> Fun thinking about you. He's gonna mess Sister it up again. Golden Hair Surprise. <laughs> Live without you. See it in my eyes. One for correspondence. I've been too, too hard to find. But it does not mean you ain't been on my mind. Roodle doodle doodle. Meet me in the middle Won't you meet me in the air <laughs> Love me just a little Just, picture just fireworks enough going off. to know you care Grand finale fireworks Happy 4th, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen We are the Palmer Squares And this has been the TBS Report Bobby Bacala's senior Hits the fucking sign in his car Having a coughing fit After killing Mustang Sally that's a good episode. All right. Cut another, this shit off. Another toothpick. Cut this shit off. Somebody emails us and it says, do not watch until you're together. And it's a Pornhub link. Nice. Who's nice. Hunter Biden send this? Hunter Biden search history got leaked. I was clicking every one of them. It's fucking it's nice. beautiful. All right. Let's see. It's, uh, what's the name of the video? It's called okay. Tattoo Pussy Squirting Heart. All right. And they're in a tattoo shop. It's uh, a room full of people... This looks like a genuine, like not porn. Like this genuine. is genuine. This was captured while someone got their pussy tattooed. Because yes, like, there's a cell you, phone video seen, in a tattoo shop. We've all seen the porns that are like in a massage table or like getting a tattoo. It's like this profession. It's like you might have this job. Tattoo artist probably spanked to the girl in the tattoo. But it's a porn set. Yes, it's clearly like. This is not a porn set. Like the MGK documentary. It's all fiction. It's all acting. It's performative. It's performative. This looks like a real video of someone getting their pussy tatted, so let's check it out. This is a cell phone camera in a tattoo place. He's wearing a mask at least, so he's ready for the square. Doesn't look like a tattoo place. This looks like a. 
Like a lobby at a Holiday Inn. He just goes back in there. Oh. This this is way set up. Super fake. This is so set up. Why would you be filming this if it wasn't fake? First question. Why would Call your her? pussy First question. Be, why would your pussy be <laughs> squirting because a needle is being jammed into it? Let's see the second squirt because I feel like this is that's going to be the tell on where the streams even coming from. It looks like a little like It's a fucking You ever seen an SNL like. when SNL when like Chris Farley would puke but it's clearly a hose coming out of the suit jacket it's hand? It's a hose coming out of her suit jacket hand. <laughs> Watch. I'm sorry. It comes from under her butt. It's beyond fake. Who sent this video? I'd love to have fun with this, but it's fake. (laughs) You can see the stream doesn't come from where a pussy is. It comes from under where her like tailbone is on the table as she leans back. Maybe she uh, shouted out of her butt. You know what? Which is worth pointing out? Did I say shouted out of her butt? (laughs) Shout it out. Shout it out of your butt. Not talk. You suck. Oh, corny. (laughs) Oh, man. You corny. You got it, dude. That's great. Um, but like you see this, like yeah, this didn't come out of her. There's vagina. a lot of times where like my girl will show me a video because it's funny. Like this, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Look, squirt tattoos. Oh, it's crazy. Right. But it's like I I go like first I I go it's fake, and then I start like brooding. I start like I'd be like brooding. So I'm, I'm picturing somebody. <laughs> I don't even know what that word means by Fucking the way. Brooding. <laughs> I, I I think it fits though. But I'll just start thinking, like, I start picturing the, the idea behind it. Like, all right, so you film from over there. We're going to mock it, set it up, make it look like it's this. You know what I mean? It's just, like, to have the idea to go viral it's off of that. really lame. It, it makes me cringe. So it's, you know I would, lo- I would love it if people could show me a video and I went like, ha They shot nice. this minimum four times. And the guy, the, the, the tattoo artist who's in, like a, like, a computer chair with wheels on it, he like fucking flies back and the chair falls he, and he, he falls out of his chair. He does a prat fall. Yeah. It's super fake. There was another video like a month ago that uh, I saw and then my girl saw and showed me and I was like, I saw it? this, but it was like a, a kid. They're like at a food court in a mall and the kids like kicking a soccer ball around and a, and a guy like a grown man tries to kick it. He falls and drops his food everywhere. Nice. And then he starts going to the kid like, Hey, like, you know, hollering at him. And then the kid takes off. It's like, the fakest, most set it up video I've ever seen, you know, but most people can look at that and be like, oh, that's cute or that's funny or, you know, that's going viral and ha ha. And I look at it and I start thinking on like filmmaker level, like, like someone had this idea and then they greenlit it themselves. Like, that's good. That's going to work. Right. We're going to clear that. And then you're going to like get the kid to kick the ball. And I started thinking, just like seeing hot <laughs> girls, we've talked a thousand times, like you can, you can only see the, the scroll in their phone of all the pictures they I didn't post. I saw it once. There was a girl I went to college with. So you just like started Beautiful. picturing that, like what's Beautiful wrong girl. with society? Had a big crush on her. Yeah. And, uh, and it made, and she it, changed and it ruined her, it, didn't it? She changed her profile pic and I saw it that day. And then we had a class later and she opened her laptop and I saw her photo thing. It was like a, what's that app? Photo booth. Yes. And there was like a hundred versions of that picture I saw earlier that she changed her thing like, to. And like Seinfeld. Like, uh, uh, I just saw in my cream. head. It's like the, finding the fungus cream. The hour of her day. <laughs> and it was like very unbecoming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it's just weird. Because like, it's so like, I, I feel like we're the odd men out. Most people just accept that this is, if I'm being honest, when I see like, my girl can show me cute dog videos all day. A dog doing something like on AFV, you know? It's like, I'll watch dogs doing cute shit and just, I'll, I can go, Haha, 
dog's cute. And then when it's people with like thoughts and they're grown adults with fully grown <laughs> brains and stuff and they're like putting together a, a setup, it's just a setup. And it's not to like set up a funny like comedy sketch a la Shane Gillis or something. Like it's to set up that. Like we're going to get the thing to squirt and we're going to get this video to go viral for our whatever the fuck it is, our TikTok. And what they're, what they're doing, the it's idea by it's, it's not that. Yeah, I guess you're right. But that it's fake. Why? What's the motivation to I don't even know. Why don't you just give a girl a real pussy tattoo and make some money? Like guy's probably not even a fucking tattoo artist see that's and that's the like can't enjoy anything in me the what where it's like um what did you just say the can't enjoy anything oh i thought you said the canon joe annie thing (laughs) and i was like wow like annie oakley (laughs) is this a reference i'm okay go ahead (laughs) no it's just like uh how instead of seeing it and just chuckling and moving on with my day i have to nitpick and take everything apart and dissect it and be like the the tubes under her butt it's a fucking (laughs) it's it's a it's a we're our own worst enemy it's a hose up the suit jacket like why would you do this we're the guys who want to know how the magic trick's done i saw it was up your sleeve you had the card in your sleeve. literal asshole in most facets just, of life. Just be awestruck. Go, oh, he pulled an ace out. I'm a oh. literal asshole all the time, though, and it bothers it's up me. up your sleeve. I went and got, um, I told you last week how we went and tried to see that symphony in the park, and we biffed it and totally missed it. Like I said, anxiety central, and going I, anywhere with term. But I picked up, <laughs> um, I picked up a bottle of Prosecco, and when I was at the store, I was looking at, it doesn't matter. <laughs> This I story che- prosuccos. <laughs> I was checking out, and the guy I was at Vos Formos. You've been there a hundred times. Yep. The guy who owns Vos Formos. He's checking me dog. out, and he's like, uh, he said something about you know it was like a it was sixty dollars checking out. I got that in ballers. About- God damn it. <laughs> you blew it. That's not right. I'm so self-conscious right <laughs> now. I'm like, I'm, I'm beat red, <laughs> and I'm like heating up. Anyway, so I'm checking out. It's like sixty bucks, and the guy is like, "It's the fancy champagne that sets you back." <laughs> and like a literal asshole, I go, "No, it's sparkling wine." He knows. He's the guy that knows. He owns the place. He put in the order for the bottle I'm buying. He's goofing around, and I couldn't just be like, yeah, I know, I'm a high roller. Just play along with him. You know, it hurts the most. I have to be like, no, it's actually sparkling wine. Yeah, it's, it's Like wild. a literal dickhead, and I hate myself. <laughs> Literally the head of a dick. <laughs> that's what you look like. That's what um, you are. Just being literal. Uh, that's great. What was the question? <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a tragedy. There was no question. It was just look at this fake video. Uh, here's a question. Oh, right. Here's a question. I think. What up, Squares? Wow. Uh, I just wanted to say, I just noticed on Spotify that all top, uh, all of your top five songs are over a million views. So Did you know that? Views. Motherfuckers have views. Man, the Bushmills hits different before noon. It does. Um, I didn't know that. I don't know what uh, the, funny, our top um, five songs are. I know Spooky Language and Motherfucker are two of them. Last night. My girlfriend and I, I sat down and watched the Beavis and Butthead movie. Dude, I almost watched it last night. You I was, I should have texted you. I, I was going to text it. you and tell you that I'm going to do that, so you should too. Mm. Turn off MGK and turn on Beavis and Butthead. I, okay, well, whatever. But I watched that. You watched. I was going to pour a drink, and I was like, you know what? I've been having a drink like every night. I could take a night off. Yeah. And it totally negates it to just get drunk at 10 in the morning the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Anyway, Beavis and Butthead was great. 
I highly re- recommend that also. Wow, you suck dicks right now, I dude. I stopped myself. <laughs> Not barely. Whoa. You are one Whoa. pathetic loser. Highly <laughs> recommend <laughs> the Beavis and Butthead movie. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine. It's not hysterical. It's not Beavis and Butthead do America. What did I watch last night? But it's fun. It's enjoyable. Oh, I tried to watch the episode eight of The Stranger Things, the new two-episode movie. Oh, those are already out? out? Yeah, and they're t- it's two movies. One of them's 90 minutes. One of them's two hours 30. Jesus. So I watched the first one last. It's a commitment. It's like, why can't you break it up into five? Yes. Five Every more. series now is a commitment. Hey. Also, I started Severance. Yeah, yeah. I, I finished that. I think it's great. Yeah. And I got one little glimpse of what you were talking about with the flirtation between Christopher Walken and John Turturro. It's why to watch the show. Love it. It rules. Need to return. They have an office crush on each other, and it's I the watched, best. I um, watched the first two. So. All right. I like so, it. First of all, uh, caller... It's our top six songs that are over a million. Wow. So. Get it right, bitch. First of all. You blew it! And second of all. Hell yeah! First is Spooky Language. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Spooky Language is our most streamed song all this. time. I don't understand. Why don't Term is so dumb. He doesn't understand why the Euro's <laughs> a bad movie snack, <laughs> and he doesn't so understand dumb. why the oldest <laughs> fucking title song of our re- <laughs> debut release is more streams, but... Uh, bullshit. Look, if you're not seeing a silent film and the theater isn't packed with hundreds of people, a Euro's not a we're bad movie it. snack. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're at home watching a movie. I ate the whole thing and some <laughs> mushrooms to boot. It was great. Spooky no Language one complained. is our most streamed song. I knew that. I think you knew that deep down. And uh, I was going to say I at, a close, why. at a close... why. At a Okay. Finish. I'm ba- sorry We really for have to back up you. another 30 seconds. <laughs> Because it's our, like, fr- we had a music video for it. We had, it's the title track yeah. of the title of the release of our first ever album. Okay. And mostly, two. mostly it's time. It had more time to get streams than Muffhugger by, like, a year or two. You know what I mean? It's like, it it had the extra lead time. If Muffhugger came out in 2013, this came out in 2012. It had an extra year. <laughs> and we were doing better back then. Yeah. More people like this Boy, 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, but bullshit. I was going to say close second. It's not. It's over a million less streams than Spooky Language. It like Spooky Language by a fucking mile. By a fucking MGK cocaine line. Nice. Uh, Muffhugger's track three, Never Had Nothing, is our fourth most streamed song. And then Goodbye with Will is our fifth most streamed. Also from Napalm, Only Living, which has just over a million streams. And then... The seventh song, No Foam in the Cup, like barely over 650,000 streams. So that falls off a half million. Like it's very obvious the top six favorite songs amongst listeners. We did it, dude. Six times. Macaroni. For my young, more precious than the moon is to the sun. I got more weapons than I'm living in a spiritual I'll just do the new verses on the old beats. Nigerian hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hell yeah, dude. Um. Oh, we stopped this voicemail at like six seconds. Let's keep it going. Oh, congrats on that, spooky lineage. Almost at three. So that's dope. What are you term? Uh, my- spooky lineage. I heard that too. Fuck him. Was, your new song <laughs> I got, I'm sorry, buddy. Get I'm sorry, me. I need term to like get it wind under your sails again, so we have to attack the way you said language. Oh, 
All right, one more time for term. At Spooky Lineage, almost at three. That's dope. Uh, my You're only good. question was, in your new song, Money Like Waldo, Term said that he might have to do a porno one day, and I was just curious what type of porno would Term do. Tattoo shop? Like, <laughs> fake, squirt. fake squirt tattoo <laughs> porn? Anyway. Wait, I missed the whole second part. That's all right, we'll run it back. Maybe he'd be like that one lady and take a giant fist. Oh, he'll be anyway. Dirty Garden Boy. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, uh, so what type of porn insertion? would Speculum you do? Speculum milk porn in my ass. Would you do like a similar porn to what you like to keyword search or would you do something? <sighs> is, it a, is there a separation between what you'd watch and what you'd do? Remember it's kind of like how you listen to a lot of country, but you make a lot of rap. Right. Remember that video where we uh, <laughs> watched the guy stick his head up the lady's pussy? Do I? Yeah. I want to do that. He wants to do a full head insertion. I want to go pussy spurlunking. <laughs> Spurlunking? Morgan Spurlunk? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Spurlunking? Is that a thing? I think it's spillunking. There's no R. I think it's spillunking. Spill? Sp- with an E. Like you're spilling the unk? Maybe it's not. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Spurlunking? No, there's no R. It's spelunking. S-P-R. Spreelunking? Spelunking. Spelunking. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong, as always. Hell yeah! <laughs> Oh, I play the lady saying it again. Any more brain busters? Spelunking. Spelunking. You said spurlunking. Why is it British? You We're in America. This is the 4th of July. <laughs> Why the fuck is this lady's voice British? Yeah. Didn't we secede from your ass? Uh, next question. Yo, what up, Palmer Squares? I have a Seinfeld trivia question for you. In the episode nice. The Dinner Party, Beautiful. what world-famous leader... Double parks in front of George and Kramer outside of the liquor store. Saddam Hussein. What happened to this guy's voice? (laughs) Dude, it's Hal from 2001. Yeah. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Um, I don't know what... Yeah, I like the little meltdown at the end. The mushrooms were like... They were really hitting. They were really hitting me during the scene where the dude, whose name I forget, he's like the main character, he goes and he shuts down Hal... Where he like takes out his memory cards and stuff, and Hal sings Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. We watched a little documentary on the making of 2001. The reason they chose that song is because uh, I think it was IBM when they were experimenting with like uh, robot voices. One of the first things they ever did in those experiments was have a robot sing the song Daisy. Uh, and they wanted ro- a robot to sing because it has a lot of vowels. It's great for the testing. This is gay. Anyway. Uh, no, I'm gay. <laughs> the, the mushrooms were hitting heavy in that scene. And my phone, I did. I uh, used that parking app. And I took every measure to like silence my phone. And then during the movie, it does this little thing when your parking is about to roll, uh, run out where it's like, honk, honk. I didn't. I've never heard that because I only Neither keep have I. shit on silent. The only time I hear it is dead silent in a screening of 2001 when I'm on mushrooms. You want to be gay? Fine, no problem. Yeah, that's crazy. I did. I had no idea that it says Hong Kong. Crazy, crazy. So what world leader is outside the liquor store? Saddam Hussein. Saddam. For some reason, the actor has a, like a British accent. He's like, "Hey, bloody piece." That's, is he Saddam, give that's what the Saddam answer? Hussein sounds like. No, that's the question. You're supposed to give the answer. How do we know we're right? I don't know. Google. <laughs> Seinfeld. Saddam. Hussein. If that doesn't bring it up, then I don't know. 
We were actually, uh, this is one of the episodes we were joking. Saddam Hussein was the president of Iraq until 2003. In 2006, he was executed on 148 charges of murder. I saw in the video. In the dinner party, George and Kramer just jumps ahead in like the <laughs> wiki. It's like, he's a war criminal. And uh, he, he was, was hung. You all saw it on a cell phone video. Played by a British actor. Taken on a razor. That's so funny that that's the like, that, that literally is the, uh, oh, it's it's uh, Seinfeld wiki. So, okay. I was going to be like, is this like a real Wikipedia write-up? Yeah, dinner party. Seth nailed it. I wasn't sure. Um, George, at that point in when the episode. When you said liquor store, I picked, is that the one with the Gore-Tex jacket? Yes. And at that point in the episode, he is giving it to the guy in the liquor store to pay for a thing of wine that he knocked over. Right. And Saddam Hussein says to him that he ought to get a jacket or something. You'll catch a code. You'll catch a code. Oh, a bloody code. He says it all British. You'll catch a code. Don't want to. He says, don't want to catch a code. Yeah. Um, we were doing that one with the Florentine where he's like, uh, yeah, I'd rather bring Pepsi. Pepsi's way better than wine. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi's way better than wine. That's so funny, dude. Something I could actually see him saying. I swear to God, like I'm so. I glad could you see said him that. having never seen an episode of Seinfeld and just saying that. I guarantee you, he's never seen an episode in a discussion. Of why would I, Why would I bring wine to a dinner party? Bring Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi's way better. Bring a gallon of water. It's fucking beautiful. Um. It's like it's like a third the price. With with no setup, the next question I had lined up to read here. This is not a voicemail. It's just written in. It says, "Just wanted to say, Ack, you sound exactly like Florentine. <laughs> you could take that show on the road." I'm I not doing it good. I think he's. Con- it says I literally couldn't tell which one of you was doing the impression until Term said something while Ack was doing it. Have a good fourth, dudes. But we were both doing it, and I feel like we're both so flawless. Flawless. You probably couldn't tell flawless until one of us Florentine. talked over it. It was flawless. It was nice. It's fucking flawless. Beautiful. It's like dropping loads. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. I, I only refrain from doing it more because with the exception of you, uh, I don't think people know what that is. <laughs> to me, great. it's the best thing we ever came up with. You, get you the, pick a topic, you talk Florentine on, and it's beautiful. You get the cinnamon bobka. It's got a hair on it. <laughs> you sold me a hair with a cake around it. It's fucking brutal. Look, look to the cookie, Elaine. <laughs> you look, why, why, why are you looking over there? If you're going to look over there, you're not going to see the cookie. Look at the cookie, Elaine. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyways, a couple more. Hey, Decker. Happy birthday, birthday. Hey, birthday, Decker. Big for you, oh, you man. Hey, man. Cool. All right. All right, see you later, bye. Thank you, caller. That's it. Yeah, I love it. We saw it. There's a Vince Neil, ladies and gentlemen, a semi truck like company called Decker. So when we go on tour, we we pass semis, and the back of it has a big birthday Decker. Yeah, every time. Uh, Is it still on the internet? It's been a while. It's Fourth of July. We should probably run it up one time. Vince Neil, an American treasure. Vince Neil cameo. That's all I'm searching. Cause I'm alive Dude and it's so easy to find <laughs> I thought that wouldn't be Enough of a search So easy Let's get it dude For old times sake Glorious <laughs> <laughs> Oh they got a whole set Oh everybody's Wait this is the description This is the description Is this what they wanted Do you want to see Okay We so probably read this Vince Neal's drunken birthday No To Superfan I know I'm getting there You know Video I'm for sorry. Derek Booked by Christian Derek Vince- That's the name Decker, he's he, he's in. He's <laughs> you know what? I get it. Decker, Derek. You switch the, the R and the K. Yeah. 
Uh, so Bo Decker. The instructions. She were was hot for Vince Neil to read "Happy Holy Birthday." Shnikes. I'm sorry, "Happy 40th Birthday" to Derek from Christian Mom, Tanya, Ethan, and Blake. Shout at the devil to start off this new decade and take Shout the opportunity the to kickstart your auto search and sales. Listen to the doctor and feel good about the big four zero. Doctor feel good in 2020. That's what they instructed him to read. Again, "Happy 40th Birthday" to Derek from a bunch of people. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neil. Hey, Decker. One second in, Uh, and it's ruined. (laughs) Called Derek Decker. We we talked about this, but, like, dude, the angle. First of all, it's broad day. It's, like, midday, and he's smashed. It's a year later, and we're still learning. You know what? I love that he just flipped the the consonants in Derek to make Decker. I didn't know that. I'm trying to joke on him for being drunk in the day, and it's seven past noon. (laughs) And we've been recording for two hours, and you've been slurring your way through it. But back to Vince Neil to take he's the got, heat off turn. He's got eight chins. He's hol- he's holding his phone above him like a baby when you're like playing with a baby with both hands. Yeah. The baby's the phone. You're like raising like, the worst angle. Hey, Decker. This is hey, Vince Neil. Uh, I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil and... Uh, and do, yeah, do some feel good stuff at four in big old big old four row, you man. All right, see you later. Holy Woo. shit! Happy Fourth of July, everybody. I forgot how bad it is. It stinks. It 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 stinks. God, it's so good. And so you see, he did a decent job of reading it, like to a, a certain point. He got pretty much up to Tanya, Ethan, and Blake. Did a decent job. The first thing is Derek and he says Decker. It's the, at the end it's supposed to be uh listen to the doctor and feel good about the big 40 in 2020. He's like speaking in Morse code. All right, can you go to dot, what he dot, says? Dash, dot, dot, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> go forward to what he says. Listen to the doctor and feel good about the big 40. Uh and do yeah, do some feel good stuff at four in big old big old four oh you man. <laughs> you right. man see you later. You man but do some feel good stuff and you man. Nah bruh. Nah bruh. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you, caller. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Beautiful. Do some This one's too long. We should, you know what? We're not gonna have an episode next week. I'll get into that in a minute, so we'll we'll do this long ass voicemail. Uh, it's fucking beautiful this week. Yo, to bounce off what you guys were saying about the two-party system, I just wanted to say, like, I couldn't agree more. Two-farty system. To- what? Wait, I got to do two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got more? Oh, Woo-hoo. I really wanted a, little a little crowd bit, ovation. A <laughs> so much dust <laughs> off that little fart. All right. No sense that a country with you know, just under 350 million people could only have two ideologies. And, you know, with social media and stuff, it really uh, exacerbates the whole exacerbates like, team mentality of it. I word. mean, you know, everybody who's far left, you know, drives a car with, you know, rainbow stickers, coexist stickers, and, you know, dyes their hair. I'm pretty sure Term had a coexist sticker on his old Nissan. Yes, I did. Woo. My Nissan Sentra. Wow, had times done changed. Coexist sticker. Yeah, I think stickers now, are, they like really douche me out. <laughs> I think coexistence is fucking gay. 
I saw a sticker recently that I liked. It just said opinions. You know, I don't I don't understand putting shit on your car. Yeah. Fucking neon color, and then everybody on the right drives a pickup truck with a fucking American flag and a Punisher sticker on it. it it's it's fucking weird, man. And <clears throat> like my roommate is super far left, and she's um, what was the one we saw? And super. It said LGBT, and it was like Liberty Guns Bacon Trump. I said somebody who parks on my street. It wasn't street bacon, but and, it was something like that. And they have a barbecue. By Don 2020 is the, Don. the bumper sticker. Ugh. There's that. I saw one yesterday. Fucking yuck. It says no. <laughs> and then the no has like a Trump comb over thing. Speaking of no, I like I'm excited to see this new Jordan Peele movie. Nope. I, hate, I hate the title of it. All of his titles are very curt. No. Nope. Like, uh, like it's going to be like so. Um, I guarantee it's going to be a better movie it's than the black the title dude warrants. in a horror movie who sees that thing where the white guy like walks I know, into it, I know. like unsuspecting. Yup, I know. And, I know. And the and the black dude goes, nope. It's it's black culture. To, yeah, when they what see the like, girl running upstairs when the killer shoots, you go, nope. It was a sponsor of the UFC card the other night, and John Anik kept going, kept going. Uh, uh, in theaters, nope. The new, the newest installment of the Jordan Peele experience. It's clearly, in the copy they have. You know what I did like? That was one of the best. Every ones. single fight had a Timex watch ad. You know what they don't say anymore? They didn't say the thing. It's like they heard that we don't like their rhyme tagline. Timex watches, official sponsor of the UFC. They've taken a licking and keep on ticking since 1960. Two different tenses. Yeah. I don't like that. Either say keep a licking or. They take a licking and keep on ticking. But that's wrong. they taken a that's licking grammatically and kept incorrect. on ticking. That's grammatically incorrect. What's grammatically incorrect? Gr- <laughs> First of all, that was. You blew it! You suck! Man, you corny! <laughs> no, dude. In the past, they've taken a licking. And from this point forth, they'll keep on ticking. The tenses change What's in the statement. What's wrong with they've taken a licking and, and kept, kept on, on ticking? ticking? That implies they don't still tick on. No. Yes. No. They still do because they no. kept. No. <laughs> Dude, you get Did it. I say no like a moron? Taken a li- I, I don't even nope. know at this point. Nope. Yeah, I just wish his movies had like stronger titles. E- even Get Out. Get Out and Us are very curt. It, it's nope. just... Right. I, it's like the the Chrissy, you know, uh, what's it? What's this movie called? The the fucking one word, but or uh, wow, I don't know what you're even talking Sopranos, about. Sopranos, horror movie. Oh, uh, Cleaver. Cleaver. I said I was said same butcher. They say one word movies do better. Right. That's the formula I was trying to uh, put out there. But think of Saw meets Godfather too. <laughs> nope, just strikes me as uh, I feel that way about certain songs where like the title is. Like song, a better song than the yeah, title is. For be that more song. like uh, identifiable. Be more yourself with uh, the title, not just something so vague as us. Nope. Caller, I apologize. Went off on a real Jordan Peele tangent there. <laughs> You're talking about the two party system and bisexuals. Hold on. You know what was hilarious about last week? I was like, uh, hold on. We we're talking about. I was like, Clarence Thomas. And and they were like, they're gonna come for you having a white <laughs> and wife. And I was like, and I was like, and then they were like, they, they already. And then des- I was like, I was like, they're not gonna reverse something they already decided. Yeah, well, I, I think I said in the moment. You just the did whole that. Point of the discussion, dumbass. <laughs> Uh, you're fucking <laughs> stupid. So uh. Uh. Fucking weird, man. And <clears throat> like, my roommate is super far left, and she's um, 
bisexual and super with the LGBT stuff. And then my mom has uh, been diehard Republican. And every time I talk to them, they don't ever talk about how, like, their party is better because of this and this and this. They just talk about how shitty the other one is. It's always an attack on how you're worse. It's not how about we're better. Uh, People nowadays... And and this is how every like uh, vote for me is even is shaped, is marketed, is like is vote against them, not vote for me, but vote against them. You shouldn't. That shouldn't be how everything's based. It's just I vote against this. It calls left communist, and it's just animosity on both sides. And you know they don't even run for, or the politicians don't even run on real issues anymore that they have power over they just run on you know identity politics and talking shit on the other person and i had an uber driver who's from turkey and he said in turkey they have hundreds of political parties because really it's just it hundreds also sounds like too many that can we find between two and hundreds like somewhere we have maybe one and like 15 a a baker's dozen a baker's dozen the whole idea of the two parties that's the most supposed to you know, help not only balance ideas, but help come up with new ones, you know, by, by having debates back and forth. But there's so much animosity that there's no constructive criticism anymore. It's all just fuck you, which is why we're moving backwards instead of forwards. And as for that kid calling in about, like, not being able to touch the Constitution, it's like, I agree with Hack on this one. It's like, dude, <laughs> yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. It's not some holy... On the 4th of July, I'm going to say it. Fuck the Constitution. Whoa! Fuck it. I'm saying I'm going there. He Blast went there. And, and uh, there's a lot of people in my corner. I'm plugging yeah, my ears. I said it. Fuck it. Oh, say <laughs> can you see by the dawn's early light. <laughs> Document, dude. Like... Times have changed. The internet exists. Drones exist. Nuclear bombs exist. I didn't hear any mention of Wait, drones in the Constitution. What about me? I said that it was made to be amended. Like, it was made to be corrected. All the <clears throat> terms taken it personal again. Just like the Florentine compliment. Thank you, by the way. Well, Fan. you know. <laughs> what I'm, about my impression? I'm, I'm here. You're, what am I? What am I? A mirage? He's not talking to just me. I think he's talking to the Palmer Square. He said, "Ack, I agree with you." That's all he said. Well, it's my dog, and uh, fuck you. <laughs> You're like the Constitution to me. Fuck you. <laughs> like, the world economy is literally tangled within each other. It's it's a whole different world. So to rely on a fucking piece of paper that was written with a feather well, and just... Some people don't want it to be a whole new world, and that's why they're relying on this piece of change. paper to prevent that from happening. Yeah, you know it's the I mean? whole thing. Some people think 200 years ago sounded awesome. We don't than want now. a global currency. Man, and we live in a very sad but interesting world, and luckily the Palmer Squares are in it to entertain us. Waboom, wabio. What? Um, yeah. I mean, my. It's not fuck the Constitution. It's just like, what do, do we have to hold steady to every goddamn fucking word of it, like forever? Like, things change. What are you supposed to do? Imagine 500 years from now and what the world is going to, uh, 100 years from now. Are you kidding me? Like, we'll be dead and gone. 
there will be a whole other generation populating whatever the fuck the world looks like then like the the more advanced and the more people change the yeah, planet with technology and just social the, the way society time, changes how the fuck are you going to keep holding to that document like at, at a certain point it's going to be time to amend again but the second something that you disagree with is legislated your argument is that's the thing it's unconstitutional. At this point, you it want seems, it to be constitutional. It seemed, and I don't know because I wasn't alive then. But like more than our parents' generation, I think people are unwilling. Like there's a a, a a sharper divide and a larger unwillingness to be swayed away from your side you've chosen. You know, like I think in the past there may have tribalism. Been, it it's like everybody is rampant has their keywords and their issues and the, and to the point where this caller like I've had that much like the Fourth of July movie and getting together with family and stuff where it's like this could be a good conversation but it's like it doesn't feel like we're listening to each other. It seems like we're waiting for our right. turns to talk yes. to say why you're incorrect. Absolutely. And when everybody talks like that, and even in the moments I've been part of those conversations, it's not easy to like pull the parachute on it and like slow down and reapproach. Like you really have to be present for stuff like that. And people aren't because it's fourth of July and you've had a few drinks and it's fun and the sun's out and whatever. And then you're just kind of hollering at everybody. And that that's not like, well, those are the worst times yeah. to do that. Yeah, sure. But like, uh, so what's the best time to like, you know, invite somebody over for a sober discussion yeah, or to go on, on yeah, Bill like Maher's on a show fucking, on a Tuesday afternoon in, uh, November <laughs> took term forever to pick a month. No, no, November's got Thanksgiving, and it <laughs> might got fall the elections. on Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's like Thanksgiving always is Sunday. How how long? It's Thursday. Stupid Thursday. <laughs> you know nothing this week. Uh, <laughs> things are going to change even furthermore from where we are today, and like in the furthermore. not so distant future, like those rules from the Constitution are going to keep feeling outdated the more society changes and society's not like changing backwards it's just you can't you can't do it like that it's it's changing the way it's changing towards the the year 2100 that's that's the way we're going not well to the everything year is going towards the future but things can regress things have regressed a little bit sure but it doesn't mean the re regression matches society it's like the way things change it doesn't mean that overturning roe v wade fits the current society of america now a, a portion of it sure but that's the whole fucking right, point apparently. the way these decisions become made it's not it's not two and three hundred years ago it's now and fuck now 300 years from now like how are who's going to be making the decisions who's going to be there brett kavanaugh the fucking Paul brothers are running for office. Like we're all fucked. You understand that? <laughs> are they? I, one of them. One of them is definitely talking about being in politics. The the one who doesn't box. I think Supreme Court Justice Jake Paul. They both box. Logan Paul. The other one. They both box. Well, I've only watched the Jake Paul fights. <laughs> Shit, Logan. The Paul. older boxer. Logan Paul fucking boxed Floyd Mayweather. Um, I'm gonna pee my pants. So let's end the episode. I was start. listening to uh, shut up, Ray Charles, the other day, and in light of that like whole spaz complaint and everything, yeah, you know how much that guy I mean, talked about being blind. Barely, you know news. how many times he talked about like I once was blind and now can see. Guess what? He couldn't still see. He couldn't see now. He's still blind. I don't know. I thought you had more. On that. okay. <laughs> That's it. No, uh, I just had more on. Let's go to the YouTube comments and see what people have said this what past week. What are the people week. saying this past week? What's going on in this historical photo? It looks like a woman's ass. She's got, a, she's got big old buzz or something. What is going on there? Okay, anyways. Uh, 
Ah, notifications, our YouTube. Live stream, <laughs> I miss you guys, I need more. I suppose we could maybe figure out a live stream uh, this summer or sometime. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. not, though, so fuck you. Um, MC Showcase. Yeah, eat shit. <laughs> How does this not have 100 million views by now? I don't know. I don't know, reality. A milli, the a way milli, things a are. A milli, a milli, 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 milli. I, I, th- I don't even think it has one million, which I would I would start there. Why doesn't it have a million views by now? What it's video? MC Showcase. It's over 10 years old. It doesn't? No, it has a... Uh, let's find out how many pathetic fucking numbers are into this video. 935,186. Thank you. Fucking dog shit. I'm quitting. Hey, get them numbers up. Rookie numbers. Goodbye video. Hey, our fifth most stream song. You know what's great? These are good when you go, um, when you get them like with where there's not a lot left. Yeah, they sound realer with, because le- you never have that so, much air in your fucking. Right. That's funny. So but you blow it out yeah. like a lot. Now listen to this. And shit. then you f- you fold it over. Listen to this right here. With though. like a fourth left in it. Now listen to this. <laughs> you know that new sound you've been looking for? <laughs> Now listen to this. Goodbye. I always keep coming back to this one, my all-time favorite. Uh, well, that one's got a million. A million. Not on the video. <laughs> uh, tasty as hell. Just talked about it. Someone Sound like th- those farts that like hurt your asshole. Someone says, love these guys. There's my Jack Harlow remix. Miss you guys. The Bars video. This song slaps. Cheers from on my balls. <laughs> oh, he got me so good, dude. He spelled my it's silly. Fucking beautiful. He wrote me in. We were doing this thing. Cheers from Ontario. So he writes in. I was expecting Ontario. He says, "Cheers from on my balls." But he spelled my like a fucking my tie. So he thought he was talking about like a Hawaiian city he never heard of. And then it said balls. It's fucking beautiful. It says Florida. Keep it a hundred. Uh, what's this taste? No, this is uh, this and that. This. So last week, I, I called Tasty as Hell the beatbox song. No, that's this. And that. This and that. Uh, someone comments on that, though. It says, if you are not going to eat that, let me get it. Wait, terminology K. I called you Terminology oh K. Oh, my God. Butcher it worse. I remember liking this and that. Let's hear a little sample. I sh- I'm sure it sucks. One million percent. Beautiful. Peewee sample. It's beautiful. It's Paul like Rubens. Like he was a blow. He got jerk, fucking jacked he's off. He's jerking off. It's nice. Like Caught him jerking off in a porno theater. Like, who cares? I'll tell you right now, this is going to be no Lucini remix. Isn't this like a... Didn't we make this beat, though? Like, hoe cakes? Yeah, this is us beatboxing. Sounds like it. Hey, dude, if... It's not bad. If if Combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell got Das Races famous... Turn this shit up. Why couldn't this work? Yeah, why does this only have 5,466 views? Yeah, fuck MC Showcase. 13 years. (laughs) (laughs) Same year as Lucci. Genie remix, same album. Never. Forever, but never, but never, but never. You could say that I cheat mortality. It's just another cheat mortality. Sound like Sebastian Maniscalco. I wish you mortality. He gonna cheat mortality. All right, where's term? Never made it rain or make the cash fall, but we cut shit up. 
like a hacksaw. All right, milking it. Then the cat's paw. You you know word for word. One more brew. Throw it back and get down with the old dog. It's like that and like this. All right, where's Charles? Like that. This is gonna suck ass. Can we stop and listen to the listen? Boot up, dop, dop, dee. But up, dop, dop, do. Listen to the layers in this piece of shit. After this, let the master bless this track and gas the rest. Bet your ass is pressed. Yeah, we're real DJ Premier over here. Sometimes I drop shit when I'd rather piss. Stay away from cats making hazardous moves and hot shit. You could gather the clues. I'd rather piss right now too. I'm about to piss my pants right now. I'd rather piss. You want to go cross streams? God damn it! Yes. Well, we're so close to the end. Let's. I know it's a free country and all, but we're not free to get up until this episode's and over. close to the end. So let's finish it. feelings we've known. Let's finish it in pain and agony. Anyways. Okay, how many was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three more. Consistently inconsistent. Still blown away. Theory never got to wow. 100,000 subs. Look at the next one. Bumping. What? I don't think I got. You know, Palmer Squares aren't at 100,000 subs. It's like, none of us made it. It sucks. <laughs> Bullshit. Another old video. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'll just say it. This song flat out rules and bumps to the maximum. Cheers from Ontario, Canada. Bumps to the maximum. Bars. Uh, TPS Entreproducers um, get turned up in the house. You need an intro jingle for YouTube comments. And the outro song. Wow. Cheers from Ontario, Canada. I guess it's up to somebody to make us an outro song jingle. Normally, the outro song, I thought, like, was the jingle. Yeah, the outro song, a song doesn't need, well, I guess I do one. When we do Highly Recommended, I always play a song at the start of it, and yeah. there's a jingle that leads into that song. True. Okay. Right. My bad. I'm the chucklehead. Uh, last one. Sup, gays? It's Wayne. Cheers from Ontario. Has Term interrupted me yet? Anyways, love this song and beat. Play yes. it on your next live no. stream. No. Oh, Term, check yes. the P.O. box. Fuck you, bro. Because I totally wait, no, didn't wait. send that you That reminds anything. me of something hilarious. It's probably for the best that you talked over that because he was clowning you pretty hardcore. Oh, what did he say? He said, check the P.O. box. Because <gasps> he totally didn't send you anything. Fuck. Fourth of July. I was rather upset. To realize this morning that I couldn't check the P.O. box on my way here. Thanks, Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, that's it, you guys. TPS Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks, George Washington. 708-797-3079. Give us a ring, won't you please? Uh, more like um more like I don't know. Wow. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares and PalmerSquares.com slash shop. Get yourself, I don't know, a beanie. A t-shirt, a CD, a poster, get some shit. More like Benjamin Stanklin. You know what's funny? I, f I just remembered. I took this picture last night. It's our band camp summary. It says, your fans listen to your music 894 times in June. That's 154% more than in May. Look, sales, June purchases, 
One. One. <laughs> June sales, one dollar. <laughs> we made a dollar on Bandcamp in June. My mom gave me a dollar <laughs> and dropped me off at the parking right. Oh, dude. It's not glamorous, this lifestyle. But nope. Definitely isn't. We're not getting the MGK treatment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that. We definitely aren't. <laughs> Oh, what else? Yeah, let's just uh, let's re-release all of our music, but emo pop punk style. Spooky language shirts on the website. Get yourself one before they're gone again, idiot. It's what I'm talking about. Spooky language, running off the mouth. Spooky language. There was a scene in the documentary where they it focuses on the making of drug dealer girl because Lil drug Wayne drug dealer girl Lil Wayne comes through the studio and it's MGK talks about it and he's like so Wayne shows up and then I show him the song he's like it's what we doing and so I'm I take like, a yeah. gun out of my mouth and I open the door for Lil Wayne <laughs> he's got a double <laughs> cup in hand I was like can I borrow that one for me and one for him four cups total we chug them. <laughs> So he, the first thing he says too, he's like, "So Wayne, he shows him the dumbass emo rock beat, and then he, Wayne takes it in the other room. He's like, all 'All right, we got time.' And he's like, "Yeah.' So he goes to like just disappear off to the to the courtyard and write. And then MGK is like, uh, he like smoked fifteen blunts to he the face. He smoked like forty two blunts. Smoked fifteen blunts back to back and just wrote the verse. I rolled all like, of them with my eyes closed while doing one fifty on the highway <laughs> in my maws." You have a license? No. It's like cornball. Uh, anyways, and the PO box. Maybe. Oh, you know what? Not next week. Cops like, why are you doing 150? And he turns up an Avril Lavigne song. Because like, I like my music. Because I just wrote this. <laughs> Sounds like Will on Stranger Things. <laughs> I just like this song. So it's a jam. I was listening to the jams. I was writing to my bop officer. <laughs> it's fucking bro at all. Don't front. There's gonna be no podcast next week. I'm gonna be out of town. Um, so plenty of time for more fan questions and plenty of time to put something in that damn P.O. Box for term. Send me something. Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, episode. Illinois, 60647. Talking over the P.O. Box address. That's like why they don't send it. They idiot. don't know. They don't know where to go. God damn, I hate myself. Uh, yeah, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Is there a fucking echo in here? <laughs> Next episode better be like fucking Christmas morning, dude. Farts and jars everywhere. Uh, Shows this month, end of the month, uh, July 24th. We're going to be at the Park Tavern in Atlanta, Georgia for Sunday sessions. Come on out. Free show. uh, We'd like to see somebody there. And then Everwild. Um, I think it's August 13th. I know it's the whole weekend, but I think we play that night. Um, But anyways, we'll be there. Come help us say goodbye. Farewell to Derek. I saw that. Our pal Derek. Tear. Retiring from the band this year. Yeah, uh, but it's a new chapter. Yeah. And it's uh, it's beautiful what he's doing. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. He's retiring to go eat bugs for a living. He's going to take shit selfies. It's beautiful. He's, he's going to cameo. going to live in a swamp in Florida and wrestle alligators. It's Selling beautiful. pictures of his asshole on OnlyFans. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, Derek's gonna do a dirty garden boy. He's he's the real, he's the real dirty one. garden boy. Real Let's be honest. Recognize real. And then Baltimore at the eight by ten. He's 10. gonna go catch uh, like giant fish and stick them up his huge ass. Real big fish. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, dude. Um, perfect. Baltimore, August twenty sixth. We're opening for Wax and the Grilled Lincolns. Please come on out. I, I know tickets are pr- selling for that already, so make sure you get yours in advance. And then. Um, like I said, stay tuned for more updates. We're supposed to get on the phone with that dude and him. Figure out what the what the plan is for the rest of the year. 
The hour um, is upon us is bananas. Yeah, I suppose that's about it. We got a Sox game to catch, people. It's the 4th of July. We're going to watch some fireworks and got, home runs and eat some hot up. dogs. Get drunk again later. Right, I got to sober <laughs> up to go have some beers in the sun. Yeah, that's going to be a good formula. Um, going to rush home, put on my Paul Canerco jersey, and act like I know a thing Yuck. or two about a thing or two. I'm wearing a Cubs hat, dude. I'm trying to get my ass kicked. When I know nothing about shit. Um, Are you going to do that? Are you going to wear no. a Cubs shirt? No, I'm not doing that. I'm not wearing whatever I'm wearing right now. Nice. And there will be pee in these pants. I'm looking at head to toe. I'm not changing them. Nice. Trippy Red said I look like I rap like I've been wearing the same clothes for two (laughs) days in a row, and it's facts, though. It's facts. (laughs) I literally have, though. No cap facts. No cap facts, though. My parents put me in these clothes when I was a baby, and then they died (laughs) in a plane crash. I still wear a children's extra small, but I'm an extra large man. How did Batman's parents die? My parents put me in these clothes when I was a kid, <laughs> and then a villain killed them, and it was my origin story. We got Alfred on the boards. <laughs> <laughs> we got big boards. Alfred on the mix. Alfred's crying. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on? The only thing I didn't mention, in, in term fashion, I'm going to squeeze it in before the end. Squeeze it. I got totally chipped off at the fucking dry cleaners. I lost my winter off. jacket. <laughs> that happened weeks ago. I know. I uh I dropped my jacket off at the dry cleaner. Was my, it a houndstooth nice jacket? Winter jacket. Did you see the laundromat owner the wearing it like, at the movies? You want to talk about Seinfeld? It was a houndstooth jacket. When, when'd you get married? When did you get in the discount at the this dry cleaner? This is my wife. <laughs> she plays Monica on that dumb fucking show. Dude, Friends. I dropped my fucking nice winter jacket off at the dry cleaner because it's been a long Chicago winter and I want it clean. A day later, they lost it, and I gave them like all month to find it, and they couldn't do it. So then they issue me a check. For $140. $140? Literally half of what it cost. All right, so we'll be looting this laundromat later? Yeah, dude. It's Fourth on of July site. Style. It's on site. <laughs> uh, I'm pissed about that, you guys. Chipped off. Yeah. I was chipped off in real time this week. Let's go piss on their clothes. Yeah, I really got to go. Try uh, clean that. And if anyone sees a sale ad for Lord & Taylor winter jackets this summer, Acumental on Instagram. Hit me up. I need Hit a new coat. the P.O. box with a Lord & Taylor jacket <laughs> from a dude. All right, and I swear we're going to pee shortly. One last thing to set up the ending. Boys, Austin from Boston, only one question. Have you guys heard Pudge's new song, Big Toe? If you haven't, you should play it at the end of the show. It's fucking sick. I'm pretty sure uh, Pudge listens to this show, too, so uh, shout out Pudge. He's awesome, man. Check out his new song, Big Toe, bitch. Play to the end of the show, please. I love you. Well, with that said, I guess this is Bye. Big Toe from Pudge. And we also aren't going to have a, a podcast next week because me and my girlfriend are taking a little trip down to Austin, Texas. I know we're driving right past where Pudge and Austin from Boston stay in the Denton-Fort Worth area. So I probably won't see you guys, but uh, I'll wave. Wow, I'm going right to wave as I drive by. Why don't you hang your ass out the window? Yeah, dude, I'm going to go get a suntan, come Tell back all burnt really up. I'm going to look like a catcher's mitt when I come home next week. Um, yeah, Big Toe by Pudge. Thanks for the lob, Austin from Boston. And uh, until two weeks from now, we'll see you on uh, whatever the next and uh, smooches. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
man. Hey, yo, I'm sharp like army, Swiss slick with the cutlery. Gadget inspector, sexy's been trying to fuck with me. Sunning all these rappers, what am I gaining custody? The game's ass backwards, however, it isn't Pudge's beef. It's Mr. Carefree, put one in the air, please. Turn a bad day into a pair of parodies. Everything's funny, I chuckle from the depths of hell. Turn eviction notices to episodes of SNL. Ooh, I Pete Davis in your main squeeze. Beep, beep, tell these bitches stay up out my lane, please. Swerving, said that I'ma catch Michael Irvin with her nose glazed with powder, but it smells like detergent. But I don't give a shit though. Indulging bad habits catch me cashing in the crypto. The plug got it fat, girl, if that's what you info. Backseat, loving legs open like a window. I'm going back to Cali, out to Sacramento. Restless leg syndrome, feet tapping with the tempo. I've been to hell and back, I'm back to get my fix though. She love it when I bang her on the table like my big toe. Yo, I said everywhere we go is lit. Front row singing to my words like she know my shit. Met her at a show, numbers in my phone. Shit. Said she gonna lose control once she gets a hold of it Find us in the bedroom, bouncing like a pogo stick Crash the after party, nah fuck that, I totaled it Mr. Low Mating, it's crazy the kind of zone I'm in Take a fat head off the bowl and then I hold it in You know what's Pudge the flyest Every single thing I fucking touch is gold as Midas Ice bucket challenge, suckers what and cold as ice Y'all been sleeping on me, time to open up your eyelids I'm in your city, wildin' and sighting riots With a long line of women addressing me as your highness No Trent Reznor, nailer with nine inches With the finest resume you ever read, who wanna try this? Yeah, this shit's too easy, man Just gonna let this shit ride out for a little bit Punchhub.com was good.